Yeah, so uh, here we go. Welcome to the Gold Card Podcast, Episode 5, Take 2. <laughs> because I'm an idiot and can't unmute my microphone when I go to record. So uh, welcome to the show, to Episode 5.2, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I'm Vince at Gelati LOL. We have with me John George at the Esports Plug. Calvin T at Ruler Arsama and Chris Chung at Prime Time on Twitter. Guys, how you doing tonight for the fourth time? Terrible. Break my balls. Somebody break my balls. I deserve it. Let's go. Come on. <laughs> so, well, you know what this this reminds me of? This reminds me of Fnatic and SK Week One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we had we had a we we had a we had an error in the client during pick and ban that was totally unrelated to somebody messing up. And it's a bug, and we're going to fix it, but we're a billion-dollar company, and we can't fix our client to fix it. I'm not going to go into this. We can get that some <laughs> How do you have you – have, you have one job. <laughs> anyway, um, that's, uh, that's us, <laughs> and I'm going to go right back into the LCK slate because I screwed this up twice already. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, we it's it's been a it's been a it's been a, a rough night so far. Mm. Um, okay, so we're gonna talk about European playoffs uh, more next week. We'll briefly touch on opening lines and opening thoughts later tonight. Uh, but since there's not any European league this week, we're gonna just focus mainly on Korea, China, and North America. I got it right this time. Got that? See that? So, we're going to go right into the Friday LCK slate. We're going to talk about Gen G, plus 110 against the Afrika Freaks, minus 147. The minus 1.5 for Afrika is at plus 220. We, we began this <clears throat> this debate a minute ago, <laughs> but the argument is, can you just take the team with a better AD carry that scales better in Korea? Because I was just complaining about attempting to do that in China and being stomped into the ground. Yeah, And I knew it was risky doing it in China, but I really think in North America and Korea, I really just want the team with the better AD carry that scales better, basically every time. Yeah, or the person that's better at playing, like, the top three AD carries right now. Correct. Like, yeah, I mean, if, if you're playing against Griffin or something, I'm not just going to take KT because they have a better K- scaling comp or whatever. But yeah. if it's even comparable, I want the team that plays better in the late game in so, Korea and North America. And, and and especially, like, the reason you say Korea and North America is because those regions tend to play a lot slower than China does. China, they don't play defense as well. I'll put it if that you way. Look at the, they just take more calculated risks. There's a lot more, like, early game skirmishing, diving, yeah. invading. And so... There, it's you're way more likely to get ahead like four or five thousand early in China or even in Europe than you are in Korea or North America. Yeah. There's tons of NA games that are like within a thousand at 25 minutes. Yeah. nothing is happening. It's it's the, the China and Korea are a lot more, or uh, Korea and North America are a lot more risk averse. Typically, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's exceptions to those rules, and there, there's going to be exceptions in every region. And it's always interesting to see which teams kind of. You know, buck the trend, so to speak. But like, that goes the other way too. But uh, so we have two. We have this is kind of a matchup of two teams that are. I'll, I'll kind of I'll 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 frame this this way, right? Janeiro getting relegated, right? Janeiro going to have to face the top team from Challenger Korea, who I don't know at the moment who it is. Actually, I'm going to check right now. Cal, you got a lot of background noise, bro. Am I really? Yeah. Oh yeah, go ahead. No, you just got a lot of background noise going on. 
Oh no, that might be Chris. Never mind, we're good. Anyway, so damn it, Chris. So uh, another Asian. All, all so, Asians look like. That's oh my god. Right so it's looking like it's gonna be. Oh my god, APK probably. APK or uh, whatever Evers' new team is, the the Sharks. The I I don't really I haven't watched any Challenger Korea this year, so I don't know if these teams are legit or or not. It doesn't appear that they're on the same level as like the Griffins and the Damwons and the Sandboxes. But then again, I said coming into the season that Sandbox wasn't on that level. So what do I know? Uh, regardless, the point I'm trying to make is Jin Air is getting relegated. There's nothing they can do to stop that at this point. Even if they win out. They would get if they win out and KT lose out. They're still both getting relegated. Like they would need KT and Genji to both lose out, which I don't think is actually possible because I'm pretty sure they have to play each other at some point. So, well, they're going into relegations, right? Yeah, they're they're going to be relegated. It'll just be a matter of if they're the nine seed or the ten seed, if they get choice of who they play or not. Yeah, but that's not automatic relegation. They're going into the relegation match. Yeah, they're going to go into the relegation. They're not getting relegated. The, I, when I say getting relegated, that's what I mean. So so they're going to have to play relegation matches. So at this point, th- their season is done. They're just trying to figure out who the best lineup is going to be to stay in the LCK, like going into the next split, because they're going to have to battle for their spot. KT, Afrika, and Gen G are all within two games of each other. Some people have... And KT have an extra series to play over both Afrika and Gen G. So KT's three and eleven, Gen G's four and eleven, and Afrika's five and ten. Uh, the game differentials might come into play here, but are likely not going to matter as much as just like who's going to win these series. So right now, KT has an extra series to play over Gen G and Afrika. If you guys had to pick, like right now, which of these three teams is getting relegated or is going to have to play relegations? Man, that's, that's really tough because of their current positions. Yeah, like I really think it actually could be Afrika. I do but too. Afrika's in a better spot than those teams, so it kind of depends. Afrika's got the fifth win, so that's like what makes this interesting. So I don't know. It can't be Hamwa's already clinched for next summer. Like they have enough wins that they're out of range of all these teams right now. So. Like if they if if Hanwha lose out they'll be eight and ten and if Afrika win out they'll be eight and ten probably with a worse game difference yeah they they actually can't possibly catch up I don't think unless it's like literally o two o two o two two o two o two o so Hanwha's clinched they don't have to worry about it which we'll talk about in a little bit because I have some thoughts on that match uh so the reason I bring all this up is this series to these two teams is like kind of their Super Bowl right. Like, they could... Afrika could ex- essentially get themselves out of range of KT... If, if Afrika win here, they're going to be out of range of KT Rolster. So, yeah. they... So they they want to win this pretty bad. If they win this, they... they act, I think if they win this, they clinch not getting relegated, if I'm not mistaken. I, 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 don't, I can't do the math, like, off the top yeah. of my head here. So, and Gen G could move up and out of range of KT also. So, well, these... KT's going to lose tomorrow against Kingzone. I do. Oh, well, we can. T- I, I I wrote I wrote up on that. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about the Thursday slate because I don't know. Well, for pe- this purpose, I mean, yeah, KT Africa Gen G. It's good to know. It's that good to know. Yeah, that's a good KT point. Playing King Zone tomorrow, and you, know, you don't expect KT to win that game. True. So when most of you are going to be listening to this, we'll have you'll have you'll likely have the results of KT and King Zone 
which I, I don't know if you guys agree with this or not, but I think it's going to be a King's Zone 2-0. Yeah. Uh, there's good reason to believe that it could be it could be a 2-1, 2-1 but... because, you know, KT are going to throw the kitchen sink at this, but I, 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 I think King's Zone are just really good. I think King's Zone are the third best team in the league. I know they're not ranked there right now, but I think they are. And King's Zone are going to be incentivized to win that match too, so KT is going to be down another loss more than likely, so they're going to be 3-12. and so, I don't. The, the reason I'm bringing this up is because I think there's. It, it's going to make this game competitive, and I don't know. Like, I don't feel strongly enough to say this is going to be a 2 0 either direction, but we don't really get good enough odds on just betting the over. Like, uh, what's the over two? The over two and a half on this game is not good enough. Like, I think we get. Over two and. Actually, over two and a half games is minus 115. That might be the pick here. If That's you guys, tough. Yeah. I think for me, when I look at that game, I just like my mind just says lock Gen G immediately. Gen G have looked better, and they're plus one ten. They're playing the right kind of comps. They have the right kind of players. I mean, thought they really have any of the right kind of players. Yeah, I hear you. As far as what we're talking about <laughs> for right now, like I think I, you Gen- want to have a superstar eighty carry if you can. And Gen G has looked good. Well, actually, no. We I should correct that. Gen G have looked. Pretty bad, not awful, but pretty bad. And rulers a god, and yeah, I, I'm not like I'm not. And I'm not just saying that to like you know blow the guy up or anything like that. But it, he really has looked like Teddy on Gen Air the last two years, where he was just like, "Holy cow, this guy is so much better than everybody else on this team," which is so weird because like it's <clears throat> this roster shouldn't be this bad. But yeah, it's got Peanut, you know, Roach and Kuve, both solid players. Fly, I, I had a lot of hope for coming into the season. Yeah, no? maybe if you think these teams are both similar, th- this is basically in this situation you're betting on whether the eighty carry wins or the two solo lanes win. Because I do think Afrika have better solo lanes by yeah, like well, a decent just, margin, yeah. but they haven't been able to convert on that all season long. Yeah, and I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna quick stomp Genji. And if the game goes to X minutes, then you had you'd have to prefer ruler on some sort of hyper carry. Yeah. Versus whatever Keen is going to bring to the table, you know. Yeah, Afrika haven't been honestly haven't been organized enough to beat anybody quickly this season. And and even with even with like solo lane stomping, it takes time to create an advantage from that. They 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 just haven't been cohesive enough to beat anybody in a, in a reasonable amount of time. And there's been a lot there's been a lot of teams in Korea that have done that. Uh, so you guys are on Genji, Calvin. Who are you on for this one? Genji. Heavy light. Pretty uh, lean. Pretty heavy on this, to be honest with you, it's just I I'm a big fan of Ruin, and, and like John said, if they get him into late game, whatever carry they give, um, it's just gonna pop off. I mean, Freaka has you know. Good, Good solo lanes, but nothing too impressive. This could be good for. I mean, I know these two teams play slow too, but I was thinking like this could be good for DFS just because the games could go long and we could get a third game out of it. Freak has been stupid bloody. It's just, I don't know why. Yeah, they they've been the team to bet in DFS for Korea, right? Uh, yeah, basically. Them and Griffin. Chris, you got on this um, one. Um, let's see. I, I hmm, haven't considered. Well. The odd looks weird because I've considered these two very evenly matched, but I would favor Gen G as well. Yeah, because you're as getting far as how they. Yeah, yeah. The so. the value here is definitely in Gen G. It's just a matter of do you feel strongly enough either way to fire on it. Like if you're gonna, uh... 
I think I would. Uh, I would feel like they have a more cohesive team that's stuck together for the most part for most pieces they have. Yeah. Afrika has been still swapping, trying to figure things out. Work for them against Griffin, so it did the same for Genji. Well, right, we could talk about that too. Like, I think that was more. I, I still think that series was more Griffin beating themselves than Afrika beating them necessarily. Not as not as much as the Genji series, but but definitely still a little bit of that. I would put Genji at minus one twenty. I was making odds. I do think they should be favored, which is why this is so weird. I just can't bring myself to fire on it because I think anything could happen in this series. Like, if anything, I'd be light on Genji. Okay. Uh, what? Just out of curiosity, have you looked at the pricing for this on DraftKings? No. Is it is it priced according to the line? Right now, close enough. If it's up on there yet? Because I feel like this is one of those spots where like the DK line might actually be. Genji yeah, let's have a look here. It makes more sense for Genji nope. to be favorite. Afrika is the favorite, but it's the smallest favorite, pretty much that you ever. So, seen. so, so everyone's so going to be on Genji yeah. then, right? They're right next to each other, John. Yeah, five thousand and forty-six hundred in the team slots. I feel like everyone's going to be on Ruler in this series, right? Well, this is no, the we weirdest to... slate, by the way. I don't know right. if you guys have looked at this slate. I haven't. Love it. Yeah, it's so, like actually even across the board, right? Like that's. I think you could argue that any four of these underdogs could win. Maybe not yeah. Sandbox. But, like, uh, all the underdogs on this slate are, like, very live. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. OMG, LGD. Well, so speaking speaking of that, we'll, we'll go on to the next, the next game for Friday morning. SK Telecom minus 185 against Sandbox plus 20, or 137. The uh, SKT 2.0 is at plus 163. I like SK Telecom here. I like SKT as well. I like SKT two O. I think. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, I, yeah, I like both. This is this is this is one of those spots. I don't like doing this this often, but this is a spot where I'm going to be on the money line and the cap. Probably pretty heavy on both. I haven't I haven't I think written I'm up. Just going to be on the cap, but reasonably heavy. Yeah, because if you can get like, yeah, this is going to be at least a moderate bet on the cap for me because I not only sandbox are weird man because they keep impressing me. And, and it's like starting to make me a little skeptical to fire against them, because they keep winning. Every time I go heavy against them, they impress me and they they pull. An, I they, I want to say they pull an upset, but it's not really an upset. They're just like good. SKT feels like they're in the zone to me right now. It's real. <clears throat> this is one of the weirdest splits I've ever seen worldwide, because I feel like at the beginning of this split and right now. I could tell you the two teams that were going to be in the finals in every region. Mm-hmm. And like, and I could have done it at the beginning of the split, and I can still do it. And I've never really changed my opinion in, a, in every region except for China. Wait. And even in China, I think there's a reasonable argument that you might see IG and RNG in the finals. I, I actually still think that's going to happen. I yeah, definitely still I really, think that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that, I think there's a pretty reasonable chance that happens, and that would have been my preseason prediction for that too. So you almost could have predicted everything comes full circle, right? That's yeah. Just at the at the end, you just see SK Telecom versus Griffin, IG versus RNG, Cloud Nine versus Team Liquid, and Fanatic versus G Two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's literally literally spot on. To be honest, with the you. preseason chalk, right? It's good because those are the only teams that I included in my parlays at the beginning of the season. So. so so we say SKT have looked good, right? But they have played three games in the last week. Now, one it was against Griffin. That was an excellent series. Still probably Dude, the best. I bet that game. Oh, still so probably hard. the best series this year in any region. I think so it was bad. so good. It was super high level, and it was really entertaining. It was it was the full package. Uh, 
So, SKT punted game one against Han. I don't want to say they punted, but they just like straight up lost game one, like decisively against Hanwha in their last match. I actually did watch that game. Uh, Faker played a call. They played a. <laughs> They played Irelia Lee Sin, Akali, Vane, Braum. Like, just zero engage outside of Lee Sin. No, they lost. I know, I said in game one. In game one. And one of those comps that I hate, too, which is just, like, our top three people are, like, aggro in your face, guys, and then our bot lane just really wants to skip. Well, they have no wave clear. So, they have no wave clear and a really sketchy engage. It's just, like, not good. So, like, and then, so... Look, I, this is what I love about SKT and Coma is because he immediately self-corrects every single time. Because the next comp was literally, it was Risley seen Galio Ash. Like, that's, yeah, like, you know, like, 100%. you know, outside yeah. of, like, having Alistair on that team, it was, like, the exact opposite, right? So, yeah. I don't know. I, SKT 2-0, I think they're going to come out. I, I do, I do too. And that that was also Han was, like, Super Bowl because – and. I wrote about this because Hanwha plays tomorrow. I'm I'm really heavy against Hanwha tomorrow. They've played – I like betting teams that have lost back-to-back must-win games, like betting against teams that have lost that, even if they're mathematically still alive. And Hanwha's in that situation right now where, like, they're mathematically alive to make playoffs still. It's not likely they're going to. And this is what they get for towing the li- – we've talked about this all season. This is what they get for towing the line between looking forward to summer and – maybe throwing a few games by letting subs start and stuff like that. Absolutely. They're getting punished for it now, right? They needed one more win somewhere in there. Yeah. And, and back in this year, I bet you can find at least a few spots where they messed around and they could have gotten a win somewhere. Yeah. And they'd be going much back and forth with Tempt and Lava and Mujin and, and like, you know. I'm literally sick of the LCK because that's the LCK is like the only region that would just, I don't want to say the only region. China does it like every no, day. I don't. <laughs> No, like they're worse. They're literally worse with their subs, dude. I feel like the, I feel like in China it's predictable because like there there's a lot of games where it's like okay, this is a team against a bad team, they're gonna start their subs. Yeah, or like. But in the LCK, they'll be like, yeah, we got a we got a good match against a middle of the table team that's like right next to us in the standings with playoff implications a few weeks from now. Yeah, let's start the subs. Let's see. Let's march them out there. Fuck it. Like, let's go. <laughs> China, China is the worst about the we lost game one. We're subbing. Yeah. Oh, that's true. China that's is true. the worst. I, it pisses me off so bad. They'll be like, <laughs> they'll be okay, like oh, look, Chelly went 13-0, but the team lost. Got to get Chelly out of there. It's, right. like, <laughs> it's like V5. No, it's the clear love and Harrow, right? That was the. Well, <laughs> no, the Harrow, I just didn't get it, to be honest with you. I mean, it worked, <laughs> but I don't think that was the reason they won those no, games. They could have won in more easily with clear love. Stars. I 100% agree but with you. It's like, you know, like, if you look at a team like V5, it's like, if they lose. Dude, first of all, I forgot who they played, but they played Lay and Ben 4, and then they won with Pepper. And then they changed back to road and bend for it and they lost. I'm like, what are you doing? So uh, yeah. I don't want to get too derailed on this, no, but like they just knew John was on them the full time. I don't want to get like too derailed on this, but like just bring it up against against Hanwha, like oh, see I forgot how we got there. How did we get back to this? What, what were we talking about before this? Talking about SKT sandbox, I know that. You like we're betting about teams? Oh, yeah. I like betting teams that were in back-to-back uh, must-win games and, must and loss. I do, the, I do this in every sport. I do this in football, in hockey, whatever, in league, any region. I love this situation because I think people take for granted how easy it is to say, 
oh, you know, they'll be up for us. It's a must-win game for them. It's like, it's exhausting doing that over and over and over again. And for a team like Hanwha, they, they don't have any more curveballs to throw, right? Like, they've, they've – and honestly, they didn't even throw any. Like, there was nothing weird about any of their drafts, really. Yeah, I agree. It's like, mentally I'm like, exhausting, look- and it starts getting in your head. It starts hitting you with the, like, oh, is this really going to happen? Like, we're really going to lose all these games? Yeah. I know, like, I know you play Magic, Gelati. Yeah. I, you know how many tournaments, like, GPs and stuff have been, like, 10-0, and then you lose one game? And, and you're, you're just, just full-tilted. Like, oh, no, it's yeah. not going to be like you're this, just, like, full-tilted. You're, you're 10 yeah. and one, and you're still like, oh, God, there's no way. I'm, I'm definitely falling out. I'm going to lose five in a row. Like, yeah. you get your head. And then you start making decisions. You start making different decisions that impact. Like it's like, oh yeah, I should. I I feel like I'm going to lose just because I'm supposed to. It's it's actual tilt. It's like literal tilt. Yeah. So uh-huh. they like they played the Rye or they played the not Rise. They played Yasuo. Lava played Yasuo against SKT. I'm trying to look at like I'm trying to refresh because I don't remember off the top of my head. But like they they haven't done anything crazy. Yeah. They oh they played the Zach against Damwon in game one. That was kind of different. Other than other than Lissandra top, and that's it. So like, and Bard. So they have and well, Key Key's a Bard player, so that's not surprising. Like that's Key's like probably the best Bard player of the professional supports in any region. Yeah. He's like a he was a Bard one trick when he when he came into the league and everything. Well, no, he was not. He just picked up Bard and got really good at it when the champion came out. But so the the point I'm trying to make is. It's not like we're going to – I mean, maybe we'll see something new, but it's very unlikely that a team that's in the middle of the table like this has the depth and the creativity because we would have seen it already, right? Yeah. And you could argue yeah, against that saying that they've, they're backed into a wall. And I, I'm, I'm turning this into a Hanwha show, but, like, the I, I wanted to – let's bring up – we were talking about SKT and Sandbox, and I got derailed, and I forget how we got on that. Are we all on SKT to 2 Yeah. Yep. Yep. 100%. Okay. Oh, I got it. I remember how we got on this. We got on the because we were saying because John said SKT looked really really good recently and they've played three game series in their last two, including one against Hanwha, and then we got to roll on Hanwha. So we got there. I was able to tie it back together. So, do how much how, like that? The, the, oh, and now I remember where we got back on this because Hanwha was backed into a corner, must win game, and. They did look good in that game. I don't think that was SKT playing bad. Like they came out guns ablaze and like they were prepared for that game, but you saw what happened in a three game series with this team. Like Yeah. So SK it's a little different because SKT and Sandbox are both locked for playoffs already. They're just battling for seeding. And we talked last week about how important the playoff seeding is in Korea because of the gauntlet like yeah. f- like system that they run. You literally get a round by for for you know, seeding. So yeah. currently SKT and Sandbox are tied, but SKT has uh, one better game differential on Sandbox, which would put them at number two currently. Uh, King Zone's a game behind them, Dan wants two behind them. So this this very well could be for number two. So I do, do you guys have any leaning on who's going to be up for this or are both teams going to be up for this? Do you think... We talked last week about how veteran teams like SK Telecom are a little bit more likely than a team like Sandbox. We actually literally talked like this exact situation last week, John. Like we were talking about how Sandbox isn't the kind of team that's going to take. They're not. Yeah. They're not going to. They're not going to like try to hide something as a bunch of rookies that are trying to prove themselves. And 
they don't have the experience to feel comfortable in that situation, right? Yeah, and the trajectory for these teams is is very opposite, though. Sandbox looked – they still look good, but they looked much more impressive earlier in the season, and they yeah. looked much worse recently. SKT fumbled a little bit in the earlier season, and they've looked – I think a lot better recently. They look like they're really starting to pull it yeah. together. So, and they, yeah. they've also been playing against like good teams or teams that are in must-win situations and still taking care of business for the most part. So, also, I know people are gonna break Griffin's balls on this, but like any any team that can take games off Griffin is good. Like they have to be. They're just <laughs> besides Jin here <laughs> uh, or Genji or whatever. Uh, I don't know. So. I think we're all on SKT 2-0. The odds are really, really good for it, too. Plus 163 is a good number. Yes, it is. I mean, this this could go... We we could see a situation where Sandbox take a game. So I'm not going to be that heavy on this because I do think there could be that element of SKT don't want to show anything and they feel comfortable going in with the number three seed as a bunch of veterans and they don't want to necessarily show their hand going into playoffs just to get the number two seed. So there's the there's the chance that we get like some of that like you know sandbox want this a little more aspect to this, but I still feel pretty comfortable putting SKT to a. And if you remember, like two weeks ago, we were talking about how we think sandbox is like the the five seed. Like they might not end up the actual five seed for playoffs, but we think they're the like. Are we still? Do we all still agree with that, or do we think Dan wants falling to that? Uh, I think one. I think Dan wants kind of solidifying who they're gonna play for playoffs. Or just in general, right now to get a better seed. So I think Dam One's going to be a little higher than Sandbox. Um, so, so like power rank the top five teams in Korea right now. Chris, go yeah. for it. You can go first, Chris. Uh, Griffin, SKT, and then it's kind of tough. Um, jeez. You could you uh, could make an argument for any <laughs> of the next three. Yeah, the next tier is a little. Yeah, I I would I would have them one ahead of Sandbox for sure. Yeah, yeah. Kevin, what about you? Griffin SKT. <laughs> King Zone Dam one. And so, yeah, that that's my that, that's my exact order. I think King Zone are, are yeah. I think King Zone are good. I actually yeah, think, think King Zone are like bridging the gap yeah. between like yeah. the the SKT like they're getting into that they, SKT they team right there. now. They can. That would John, be an exciting series. John, what, what do you think? Time, so. Yeah, Griffin, SKT, King Zone, and then I think it's it's a real battle between Sandbox and Dam One of who's fourth and who's fifth. But I think those other three are clearly the best three. Yeah. Okay. So the, there's not a ton. Uh, this line's about right. Maybe you're getting a little bit of value on SKT because you could make an argument for these bit. two teams. But all right, so you uh, two O's across the board. Anybody you like the other way? Yeah. 2-0. 2-0? Okay. I'm going to probably be light on the 2-0. Uh, Saturday, KT Rolster, t- minus 476. Who could it be? <laughs> it's got to be our boys, Jin Air. Dude, the Glad Plane. <laughs> Glad Plane is in flight. Who is even uh, playing for this team anymore? Oh, my gosh. You see that we roster? Tana, we got... Nah, I don't even know who like, it is, to be honest. Chingo. Ch- uh, Chanjo's good. Chango, um, he he's been around for a long time. That guy. Oh my gosh. Stitch, Stitch is full. Right? Stitch played like the Ooh, last I series. Was... Stitch played. I was like, wait, I Stitch from like five years ago. <laughs> like, I like Stitch. I do too, but like, like come on, Jin Era. You just like, I, like... I don't, I don't know, man. 
I'm not gonna bet anything or just touch this in general. So, you know what they should do? I got a, I got an ultimate uh, like storyline for you. <laughs> the dankest timeline. Here we go. <laughs> it's not. It's not actually possible. But tell me, this wouldn't be legendary. The last game of the season, Jin Air brings in Cutie Pie. Oh my god! They avoid, they avoid relegation <laughs> with Jin Air with Cutie Pie on the team. Oh my he god! He just talks trash the whole time while all the rest of the team's being respectful <laughs> and Korean. Just talks trash. They just about bring Korean Cutie Pie in, and he's just like <laughs> avoids relegation for Jin Air. Oh my god! That's the timeline I want. <laughs> That'd be the actual Glad Plane. You'd have to like draw long hair on the glad plane yeah, with that yeah, and everything. Any love here? I I actually kind of think the KT two O is good. Uh, I don't think I've taken negative money on it. Yeah, I know KT's been bad, but they're gonna be so. I guess this has a lot to do with how they do in in the series against Kingzone that's happening tomorrow. But like, if I think if they win this, I actually kind of I won't touch it. If they lose tomorrow morning which i think is going to happen i actually love the minus 143 because they're going to need to they're going to need to win this to keep up with a freaking gen g i guess it doesn't matter because they play each other yeah yeah never mind never mind never mind never mind this is no i'm not trusting gango or zen for anything yeah good point good point you talked me out of it so no action from anybody yeah this has clown fiesta potential but i know it's i know it's gin air and we don't like Cloud playing Fiesta. DFS against Jenner because they yeah, they they, they just they just lose eleven to two games. Yep. In thirty five minutes, you can take any team that's playing against. Yeah, because they'll get five they dragons like, and like yeah, eleven towers every game. And three barons. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, he dragged that game so long that you know you have like six barons by the time the game's over. True. Dude, honestly, Jenner reminds me of that one female pro league of legends teams that every team style is on them. There's like, yeah. like four teams. That, oh, the siren! Oh yeah. my god, I forgot like about four that. Four teams that got like fined because of like what they did against these all female team, like just like running up the score or like not ending the game. I honestly feel like Genji will lose to those girls though. Oh my god, get out! <laughs> They'll just let the girls. Oh my god! Just like, we just back up to her fountain. <laughs> I have a I have a side rant not related to the LCK, but since we didn't do an opening topic, yeah, I just remembered it. it. We were talking the other day, we put in a, a couple minutes, and I did a, a thing on my channel about how you should never look at whether or not you won or lost to decide whether or not your bet was good or whatever. Oh, yeah, being results-oriented, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I was alerted this morning to what the optimal lineup for DFS last night was. Let me tell you yeah. what the optimal lineup for DFS was. Yeah, I'm actually for anybody that, that ever was wondering it, it, how full of shit I, or not I was about the idea that you shouldn't judge it based on how you won the optimal lineup was to game stack the rng matchup and play the losing team from the other matchup that, that was how that was how you won last night sometimes gambling is random <laughs> I did the opposite i stacked the adg blg game and well yeah it sucked the optimal was to stack the RNG matchup and then take ED or then take BLG team, even though they lost. And anybody, <laughs> like, and anybody saying they were on that is out of their mind. So, and if they did win with that lineup, I know that guy. Whoever that guy is, there was a guy, and whoever he was, I know he's on Twitter tonight, like <laughs> out here killing it, destroying everybody. I don't know. I know he is. Yeah, he might be out there somewhere. I know he is. Uh, like a so anybody. 
No, you talked me off this. Sorry. I'm not touching this game. No, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not, I'm not touching this game. <laughs> Second game on Saturday, Griffin minus 357 against Damwon plus 250. The minus 1.5 is at minus 102. I'm betting Griffin 2-0 the rest of the season. I'm just telling you guys. I know I said it like last week, and I was immediately punished with back-to-back losing series, like in, making me look like an idiot. But this is I and so I I'm, I'm I'll just tell you this too. So tomorrow morning, again, you guys might not get this before. Maybe you will uh, before this comes out. And I wrote a blog post on it. I, I'm I'm five units on Griffin to two zero tomorrow morning. Wow, bold! I'm 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 in on it. I don't th- all this all this patch nonsense with Sword is is BS. He looked fine on Riven. He's going to be fine. This team's going to be fine. I think they rested on their laurels and got a little bit too disrespectful. And now the reason I'm so heavy on this is now they're actually at threat of losing their number 1 seed. So now So they have a re- now it's time to button up the hatches and play again. Now the 2-0 is really aggressive. I tend to be really aggressive when I bet. They don't necessarily need a 2-0, but they must win the series. I, I just I feel like they're just going to come out and smash tomorrow. I, and I, I'm going to be betting Griffin 2-0 the rest of the season. Unless they literally crash and burn in like 0-2 the next two series, I'm going to be on Griffin 2-0 the rest of the season. Because I still think this team is like exceptional. They, 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 are, they break the rule. They, I don't want to say they break the rules, but like they, they are different than the norm. And I know the record doesn't necessarily show that right now because they've lost the last two. But I think this team's exceptional, and their their yeah, schedule to finish the season is actually like fairly easy. So that's interesting because I, I do. I well, it's not actually fairly easy. They play King, they play Kings. My bad. I definitely agree with what you're saying, and their minus one hundred two is like the best you're ever going to get on a Griffin two zero. Yeah. The only thing that that is scary about that is like you could have made your exact same speech after the Gen G loss, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, and, they and, 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 by a freak and I'm fully aware of that. I'm fully aware of that. And like I said, like I, I made my, I made my whole big spiel about this the night before they lost to Genji, <laughs> and then came out and fired heavy on him again and got punished again. I'm coming at it again. I, I like it. I like, I, it. I like I, I'm bad. not, I'm not gonna back down because of two. The one, the one was definitely a fluky loss. The Genji match was definitely just straight disrespect. Like. I guess that's not really fluky because it was just disrespect. But I'm, I'm anyway. I like that. Anyway, I like I'm that. I'm back on it, and I'm going to be on Griffin two zero and minus one hundred two. If you're going to bet this, you need to bet it now because if they they're just going to smash this morning and it's going to go up to like minus one fifty or more. So I'm in on getting ahead of the curve on this one. I still think Griffin are going to finish the season strong, and I think they're definitely going to now, especially because they're actually considered like their number one spots in under threat. I mean. <sighs> It's they're not really that under threat for game differential, but they do need to keep winning these series. So just keep that in mind. Uh, anybody else thoughts on this one? Nope, I like your choice. Yep, I agree. All right, so straightforward as well. There's also there's also a chance that if Kingzone win, damn, like they get out of range of Damwon, and Damwon's just going to be stuck in the five seed no matter what they do, so there's a chance that they don't want to show anything for that series either. So, just a little added bonus there. Sunday, we got Sandbox minus 208 against Hanwha Life, plus 155. Sandbox is minus 1.5 is at plus 146. There's a chance... There's a chance Hanwha Life is, is out. 
if they lose tomorrow morning, they could be out. And then this game literally doesn't matter anymore. So, for really, uh, it'll matter for Sandbox because they're going to be fighting for two potentially. But, I mean, this is, 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 am I crazy? This is insanely good odds for this, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Plus 146 is, is nuts potentially against a team that's more than likely going to be eliminated. Like, does anybody think Hanwha's going to win tomorrow? No. Yeah. No way, dude. No. Mm-mm. Like, I just, I told you I'm five units on, like, you don't have to follow me. You don't have to agree with me. My word is not, you know, gospel. Mm-hmm. But it should tell you how, conf- like, I'm five units on Griffin to 2 Hanwha life tomorrow, which will eliminate Hanwha from any kind of playoff picture whatsoever. So, and Sandbox will still be competing. So maybe it's a little naive to think the 2-0 because Sandbox will not necessarily need, maybe they will. They probably will need 2-0. Why are we getting plus money on this? Is it because it's it's three days out or four? It's four days out. I do like that bet. <clears throat> like that seems insane to me. I don't know if it's crazy over the top great odds, but I think it's good enough to bet it. Yeah, for like, I don't know. Do teams uh, try to play spoiler? Is that is that one of the factors? I I don't trust Hamwa Life to be that team. If we had a team mm, that was like, that's true. then again, then again, Hamwa Life are like the tryhards, right? They've always been that way. But this, I don't know, they, they got a different feel this year. The the whole, like, roster shuffling around and, like, they do it in key games is just, like, really bizarre to me. And uh, I don't know. they Last year, last year they were feisty and they, they were with it till the end, right? Yeah. And that's what I loved about that team because they were, they were a bunch of, like, middling talent guys besides Lava who was, like, a beast. They were a bunch of, like, middling talent guys that were extremely well coached and they 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 were well prepared and they they gave it their all every single game. Like they were the classic like blue collar like hockey team. Yeah. They were the Vegas Golden Knights of the LCK, right? Yeah. Everyone counted them out, but they were really well coached and they would just grind games out over and over and over. And they were good at that. This team has a little bit of a like they're still they have aspects of that, but they're not the same and I think they if they're going to be eliminated from this, I think they're going to be looking forward to next season. That's easy money to me. Any other thoughts on this one? Nope, I think that's a good yeah. one. Last game right. of week nine in the LCK. We got Kingzone minus 333 against Afrika plus 233. The minus 1.5 for Kingzone is at plus 104. I'm not betting minus 1.5s against Afrika. I haven't <laughs> been doing it for a while. They're just like too random. Yeah. They, they do too much random stuff that has the ability to work out. I'm just going to totally fade this game. Yeah. See, I think, I think Afrika are... They're the feisty team this year. As sloppy yes. and miserable as they are, and like we know they're not good. Like they just can't. This team never seems like they're on the same page about anything. It's just like, do they outplay you or not? Like individually, they play like a Chinese team. Yep. And like, I'm, I'm not going to bet against them, but I, I also don't think they're going to beat King Zone. So yeah, uh, th- this is another one where I mean I'm probably going to be on this one also, but not as much as the last one. Like this will be this will be a light on the one point five for me, but the money line's too out of range. And maybe I'm just getting baited yeah. by these tempting lines. I've been <laughs> like destroyed this season by just, this, just, but yeah, just see how you did in the previous. Night. I'm just like point like it. This is this is one of those spots where like if this was the NFL, I'd say like okay, Vegas knows something, right? But uh, we don't have that kind of situation here, so no, not not in esports. No. Calvin, what do you think on this one? Nothing really too much. I'm not 
don't know. Is this, a, tra- is this a trap? Am I going to be throwing my money away on this one? Yeah. yeah. Almost, right. de- almost definitely, by the way. That was, yeah, a re- that, yeah. was, that was a pseudo-rhetorical question. So, I'll probably be late on Let's that. Let's just get out to the better region. <laughs> yeah, LCK, I will say, LCK is really, really boring this season, in my Thank opinion. You. It's, uh, SKT it's against boring. Griffin was great, but there's been no drama in the LCK whatsoever. The teams yeah. you thought were going to get there, I mean, after the first couple weeks, because before you might have thought that KT and those guys were going to be contenders. But after the first couple weeks, it's just been the better teams beating the worst teams for the most part. It's been Walking a- into the playoffs. It's been N.A. Yeah, yeah. Well, NA is just random BS. Just well, like, NA has best of one for the variants, which yeah. you know, that's a we could have that. That's a that's a topic. The uh, the marketing of best of one versus best of three and all that. Yeah. So, yeah, this is what happens. This is why this is why I bet heavier on best of threes because it's more reliable a lot of the time. Yeah, much more reliable. Anyway, moving on, we have the LPL. Moving into, what is it, week, I guess, nine? Yeah, it's week nine, I think. That the last week, then? No, no, no. No, they no, have wait, no, more. they have a 16th. That's the Western yeah, regions. Yeah, yeah. Right. so the LPL, we have Sino Dragon minus 256 against LGD plus 168. It's a bet of the week. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I was going to say, this. Someone, someone, someone's going to bite on this. I don't know. I'm biting on it. It's my John, pick of the week. John, are you buying on the Ian... I'm buying. I'm buying on Kramer. Kramer. Oh my God! Here we on, go. Here we go. I'm buying on. Really? I'm just buying on LGD being better than Sino Dragon. Okay, look at this. Uh, so I woke up at two thirty in the morning the other day to watch the Dragon <laughs> game. Okay. And you know what I saw? A bunch of garbage is what I saw. Everyone looked, played awful. They looked really fuck. bad. Yeah, the, their Tristana was like jumping on the enemy Alistair over and over again. <clears throat> I'm done. I'm done on Sino Dragon. I'm You're done awesome. with Snow Dragon, and there should never be negative 256 against the Challenger team. <laughs> and <laughs> are you are you more or less done with them or Victory Five? God, Victory Five is a good team, man. <laughs> they got good you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna die. You're gonna be like, <laughs> I'm the, I'm the, the boat is the gonna Titanic. be sinking, yeah. <laughs> and you're gonna be holding the the flag on that team. I'm the captain on the Titanic for Victory Five. I really. <laughs> John, don't. I'm definitely putting some futures on Victory <laughs> Five for next split. Okay, like, you can have them for summer. Just I'm gonna bet on them in for sure. I'm betting Victory Five to make playoffs in summer. Oh I'm gonna get God. some sweet, sweet odds on that. So, like, all right, LGD, so LGD's been good lately. They beat OMG two one. Mm-hmm. They beat EDG two zero. They took games off. Uh, they took a game off Sunning. Like they've been pretty good in the last three matches for the most part. Yeah, and Sino Dragon. Just got absolutely and completely decimated by JDG, who I still don't think is that good. And their only so, wins against Victory Five, who's spring trash. See, here's what here's what bugs me about that. I, I I'm with you on this pick, by the way. The thing that bugs me about like about about Sano Dragon is they should be good in this meta game, and they're not. I don't understand. Like, like I, I I built up an opinion. We talked about like games that affect your opinion of a team and games that don't. Yeah. It took me a long time to buy into Sino Dragon. Like I watched like five straight games and was finally warming up to Sino Dragon and I watched that one match and I was done with Sino Dragon. They just like let you they just like Because no professional AD carry can just like jump on Tristana directly into the enemy Alistair five times in one game. 
Like, you just cannot be – I don't care how well you played in the last five matches. You don't know what you're doing if that's your play. For what it's worth, too, like – so LGD – and I said this going into the season that I, I didn't like this because I uh, – Condi bugs me. Condi hasn't yeah. been good for, like, two years. I agree. And I maybe held that against this team a little bit too much because the rest of this team – I think I think the combination of him not being that good and them having a Korean mid and AD carry – I was just like, there's, there's no way this is gonna work. Like, especially with China, like upping their level overall. Yeah. But the fact is, like, Ian and Kramer, p- people, Ian was, Ian was Teddy. He was stuck on. A, he's not quite as good as Teddy, but he was stuck on a bad MVP team for a long time, and he was a good player. Kramer, Kramer's been a good player on every team. He was great on Africa, right? Yep. There and PYL, PYL's been a good player in China for his whole career, right? Yep. Like they have good players on this team. I'm not ignoring Lies, but Lies is kind of just like a placeholder, more or less. He's performed team. better this split than I was expecting. Yeah. The record. Whenever I looked at the top lane matchup, I was like, and X guy dumpsters Lies. But then yeah. Lies has actually been all right. So if we think about the direction the metagame is going, like this should be. And, and Kramer's been really versatile over the course of his career. Like he's not, you know, he doesn't fill it, like slide into one column or the other. Like he's good. He's a yeah. solid guy, and he's been good on a number of different styles of teams. This team looks like like this metagame should be really good for this team, like because we're getting back to, we're getting back to like that scaling two core team fight kind of situation, or you get like the like the three core with like a like a carry top with like a Riven or a Jace or something like that or an Irelia, and I, it's a really good spot for for the for Ian and Kramer in particular. So I I don't like to put too much weight on metagame considerations, especially in China, because like there, sometimes the other team just comes out and. They fight and fight and fight and fight and fight, and you'd have 30 kills in 20 minutes, and the game ends for coin, flip a coin, right? And and that happens a lot in China, but that's kind of the same reason that we should bet the underdog here, right? Like, I mean, LGD, not only the meta fits them better, they've looked... A, both. If you look at both these teams kind of like trending the opposite directions, I, I still think Sino Dragon should be a better team. But these odds are way, way out of line, right? Yeah, one sixty-eight is way too good. These she- these teams should be even money or close to it. Yep, and we talked last week just a little bit. I mentioned that like if you wanted to get started, it would be smart to play in in one region so you get used to their meta. Yeah, and a really good example of that has been Vladimir has been my example with that recently. Mm-hmm. When I see a team in Korea or NA take Vladimir, I'm just so happy. Yeah. If I if I bet on them, like those those champions are just unbeatable in Korea and North America. Yeah, <clears throat> not so much in China, but LGD is the kind of team that can that can take advantage of a meta game where he's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Center Dragon probably just jumps on top of him with Tristana. So Kramer's played uh, the Nico a couple times too. Kramer's played a lot of different stuff this season. He might get hit. Well, they're not going to be on. They're not going to be on the new patch with the Ezreal nerfs for a while, so we don't have to worry about that. I don't think the Ezreal nerfs are even relevant, by the way. It's not going to – I mean, by the time – by the time, especially by the time it rolls around, I, I definitely don't think it's going to be relevant because I think we're going to be, like, hyper-carry meta again. Still. Yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a few weeks away. I don't even want to – I don't yeah. even want to dive into that. Yeah. So, but go ahead. Um, so, are we all on LGD here? Does anybody have any love for Sun of Dragon? I my pick of the week, but I guess John took it. But whatever. <laughs> wow. All right. So, we have we have a double. What's the uh, – what is it? What is it? Uh Bet the board does the does the lock of the week or whatever if, they, if both guys pick it. I'll give you another lock of the week coming up too. All right, so I, I do uh, like that. Are you doing just the money line? Or are you doing 
What's the LGD 2.0? Yeah, curious. that's something worth looking at. I haven't looked at the 2.0 yet, no, but that's I'm worth cur- looking at. The LGD 2.0 is plus 397. Oh, yep. snap lock. Snap lock. Dang. Yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> yeah, I'm playing both the money line and the and the 2.0. I dig that. <clears throat> Any uh, Sino Dragon defenders? Just for DFS purpose, man. That's where I'm going. This game could get bloody. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. Uh, I don't really know. I don't really know China from DFS purposes too much, but Ch- I do know that Sino Dragon, if they have their way, they just want to group as five and fight nonstop. Yes. That's their style to play, um, and which LGD can match up to it because they they show to be a decent fighting team. And they have the players. One of the lowers, like you know how they outplay OMG, the way they won against. Um, was it? No, playing OMG doesn't itself. say much, but I know what you mean. They took I know the game what you mean. from SNG. Oh, okay, Sony sucks too. Yeah. But they, <laughs> they, they beat IG. They'll always have that. It's true. <laughs> uh, speaking of toilet bowls, <laughs> like I said earlier in the podcast, transitional material, we don't do it, so don't bother. Uh, Snake against OMG. Why is... John, you got you're gonna be all over this. I know you are. I like I know you're sitting there brooding, waiting for me. You're you're waiting for me to unleash some shit. Snake know, minus two thirty eight against OMG. Minus two thirty eight. God, how does OMG not win? Right? Like I mean, but when did they last win? Have they ever won? Snake I mean, like... is minus two thirty eight against anybody. Yeah, it's just it's tough to take OMG a at all because they just never beat anybody they took a game <laughs> off LGD like that was their most recent match they took a game off LGD and they beat Sunning 2-0 well, like yeah, two weeks Sunning, ago I don't know what's going on exactly with Sunning but yeah I mean I'm definitely not betting Snake I'll put that out there um, Yeah, I, there's a consideration to betting OMG this is one of those matches where Pick a when, I first, when I first look at it I want to bet OMG but I'm going to have to go back and research this one more because I OMG is one of those teams like Victory Five that I just they just keep popping out to me like these guys are going to win for sure they're way better than these other dudes and they just always lose so I'm going to go back and do some more research on this one. You can if you bet both two O's you get the pl- you get plus odds on both so just saying I'll just throw that out there. That's reasonable. That's like that's like the thing we've been talking about all season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean that's yeah. If you want to bet the OMG two O, they're at home for this. <laughs> Not that that's mattered all season because they're bad, but the snake pit narrative. Yeah, but in, there. but at at OMG, right? Well, the snake just only wins. They're stupid snake pits. So. They they <laughs> don't though. That's total. Yeah, oh my god! I need to do. Someone's got to do. I haven't done that, but I got to do home. No, runs, no, no, no. That narrative didn't splits, work out this year. Home road yeah, splits we, for the We OPL. have another guy in our other group chat who just slams. <laughs> he does the home road. He does the home road splits. If Snake, just Snake, if he's at home, he just slams Snake. It's like Snake <laughs> against IG, he'll just slam Snake. I, I, lo- I learned my lesson on that last winning. year. You have a I good odds it. of winning. And the elderly's been killing it, man. That's yeah, who he yes. He's been killing it, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If you listen to the elderly. But they did lose to JDG at home, so. I learned my lesson on that last year. Like, I, I was, I was, I thought I was going to be totally hip to that, like, last year when they, when they, when they first started announcing, he's like, oh, this team's going to have a home stadium. I was like, oh, that could be a huge edge got there and then i was like oh and i did i put my money where my mouth was i was betting it and then i was like oh there is no coral i mean i don't have a lot of data here but there is no correlation here whatsoever <laughs> of ours go up with it's the poster narrative it's oh yeah i've seen these 
I love it, dude. <laughs> I've seen these. Looking for it those works. edges, right? Uh, any anything on this? I, I like the I like the simultaneous two O's. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. reasonable. If in I before Snake Two One win, in before Snake Two One win, just to ruin yeah, everything. Hundred <laughs> percent. The Snake the Snake Two One is plus two twenty one. By the way, plus two twenty one. Yeah, bad. Take it, man. Take it now. I'll probably take that. I'll take that. That's not bad. You get plus odds on the over two point five two plus one oh eight. Interesting. Maybe there's more to this than meets the eye. It's two bad teams though. I'm not. I don't want to talk too much about this one. <laughs> Uh, S- Saturday we got the the three game slates. We got Sooning minus two sixty three against Victory Five plus one seventy two. The Sooning two O is at plus one thirty one. My lock of the week. I'm sorry, John, but this is it. I'm not betting this game. No matter what. Calvin V five. This is the V five victory. Plus one seventy two. I should overpower with the team fighting skills. Sooning's not gonna know what they're gonna do. Easy, done, call it quits. I on. recommend that everyone listening to the podcast bets the Victory 5 side. I'm not going to, which means you're going to win. <laughs> it's just too strong of a narrative. It's too strong of a narrative that I give up on them when they finally win. So I recommend you guys follow Calvin here. This is it. This is really it, guys. Suiting is like... I mean, they've showed a glimpse, you know what I mean? They've... But I just they just can't figure it out. They really just can't figure it out. They just lose those two. Uh, how two, far two how far out of play? I'm gonna look this up. How far out of playoffs are they? They're done, skis. Are they actually done? They're they are not they're done. Not mathematically not done, done, but they're done. They're five and eight. They're not mathematically five and eight. done, but look at the rest of his schedule. They play V five. They just play V five and Sinner Dragon. But the best they can do is seven and eight. I don't even have any hope that they can Their game win differential's both. not very good. Yeah. So, because they're doing four teams per conference. Or not, they're not doing and the conference. B5 is that, te- that type of team to just play spoiler, too. Mm-hmm. This is the best spot for V5 to be like, you're not making playoffs, dude. If they win out, basically if they win out, <laughs> if Sunning two zeros both their last two matches, they're going to need... WE versus some really bad teams or EDG to do really well versus some really good teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... That's... Nah. That feel when you look at the LPL and you thought you were going to have some new faces and you just don't. <laughs> Feels bad, man. For real. Like, you look... Like, look, seriously, look at, the, look at the standings in the LPL. Yeah, it's And look at how much... Been. What's the... What's the... I'm trying to think of the line. Uh... From the wire, Mcn- oh yes, yeah, it's, it's from the wire when McNulty uh, or when when String String gets a uh, acquitted or gets out of the court, and he's like, "Man, String, I had such fucking hopes for us." Like that was <laughs> that was like that was yeah, I was like, "God damn!" Like that's how I wrote the LPL this season. It's like I had such fucking hopes for us. You just gotta be the chalk again. Like, isn't it depressing to see OMG and Beachy at the bottom of the standings again? A little, even bit. though they're like. New setups and more time to gel and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like talent is, at the, the record-wise really doesn't exemplify how they played this season, in my opinion. Especially Are they in a tougher L- region? Who, Vichy? L- L- team? Are they in a tougher, like, conference? <laughs> that was a good joke, Calvin. I got you. Conferences don't I matter. Caught... All the teams just play each other once. Dude, I, ca- I caught that, Cal. That's You're true. good. That's true. That was good. I, I can't even remember how they right. set up. But okay. So, we're in the toughest region in the world, though. So, ooh. 
Correct. No, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not taking this bait. I'm not taking this bait. I know you're setting me up for it. I know because we have had this conversation. I'm not going. No, 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 no. That'll be opening. I write it down. That's opening topic for next week. Okay. Is China number one? China is number one. Yes. Is China exclamation yes, point? Chris. There we go. Okay. Yes. I have agreed. The only disagreement is two and three. Hey, we have a really, really interesting match with a ton of playoff implications next. Top sports. Minus two ninety four against EDG, plus one eighty nine. I should bet EDG too. I like EDG. I know. I'm tempted to make this my pick of the week, but I won't. I love EDG here. Yeah. Slam a lama, ding dong, EDG. Like all shoebox. Grab the shoebox. Get under the bed. Get whatever you gotta do. Take out a second mortgage on the house. Put it in. (laughs) Nope. No, no. I'm actually not that heavy. Don't actually do that. Don't actually do that. But. Yeah, that's not that, that's gonna I'm I'm gonna be on EDG for this game. Uh not that heavy. I'm being a little facetious, but uh I, lo- I love EDG in this spot. Top sports are there's a good chance they don't play before this. Okay. Top sports are gonna have I, I, I hate repeating the this team has something to play for, this team doesn't narrative, because not all teams buy into that, and we could go into that when John gets back wherever he went. There he is. Mm-hmm. We can go into that when John gets back. Uh here he is. So I don't want to keep. I'm just. I'm. I'll, I'm going to bait John right back. I don't want to keep going into the. This team has something to play for. This team doesn't narrative because I keep doing it over and over again. But some teams kind of buck that trend, and other teams don't. Do we think Top Sports is a team that's just going to be like, okay, we're in playoffs, let's not show anything, or are they going to be like super duper tryhards for the whole season? They are going to be super duper tryhards for the whole season, but I think they're going to be worse even as super duper tryhards mm. than they than we've seen so far. Um. Interesting. Another interesting angle to this, EDG did beat Billy Billy this morning, and it wasn't like a throw; like they beat them straight up. I even with the sub. Oh, I say the sub. I mean, Harris, there was, a, like a, there was a tongue lash Baron steal. I mean, that's true. I guess. Yeah, good point. <laughs> good point. Good no point. Throw. Okay. <laughs> all right. It wasn't a throw. All right. That. Yeah. All right. It's game three. We'll say that. I don't know. They could have won that game anyway. They should have. Yeah. They shouldn't have been behind in that game. They were out of the game or whatever. But. Okay. So, the yeah, I'll, I'll, I brought that up just because it did matter to this. Because, so. That matter to you might, you might these schedules, like, super hard. They, I know they it needed is. needed to get a win against BLG there. Really and they badly. got it. And they, and they got it done, right? And so, is I think Top Sports is a better team right now. I actually still think EDG are good. I know they've been disappointing to us. I still think EDG are a good team. I think they're underrated here. Not by a lot. Like, I do think Top Sports should be favored, and it makes sense that they are, right? But would it surprise anyone if EDG won this game? Like, this shouldn't be plus 189. This should be, like, I don't know, like minus 175 or something like that for Top Sports. Yeah, I think minus 294 is definitely far too far. It's too much. Minus 175, minus 180 seems more realistic. But you also got to remember, you're not betting against Top Sports line. You're just yeah. betting EDG's line. So it yeah. might as well, you know, Top might as well be minus 189. Yeah, Top might as well be minus 5,000 at this point. Right? That's... <laughs> so, like, is is this good enough for EDG? For me, it is. I'm going to fire on this. I'm going to be at least moderate, maybe heavier if I can talk myself into it more. Like I haven't done I haven't like done the number crunching on this, but I'm I know I'm going to be on this cuz like my guts just telling me this is going to be like at least a moderate wager. Like EDG 
EDG are going to need this game with how competitive this actually, slate is. They actually, I'm not sure they do anymore. Actually, I think I was I was using some revisionist thought because I did my my show about uh, the playoff picture, mm-hmm. and I was talking about how hard EDG's schedule was. But BLG was part of why EDG's schedule was hard, and they they got so that one. They just beat them. So now, if they beat Victory 5, which at this point is a lock pretty much, because Victory 5 is just looking terrible. <laughs> if they beat Victory 5, they're going to be a lock for playoffs. So they don't need to beat Top or IG. They can lose both of those. As long as they beat Victory 5, they're yeah, going to be Yeah, it's not like they're going to – I mean, they're going to be playing this match. Yeah, they're going to be playing it, but I don't think it's – it's not as high pressure as I would have initially thought that this match was going to be. That BLG win. That's a good point, I guess. Yeah, they, they could lose their last three. And is still is playoffs, so, so so? Do we? What, what do we think? If if we have a scale, right? Which side weighs more? Is it the side of EDG get that you know release after getting a big win, and this is like a letdown situation, or is the side of we still need that extra win to get into playoffs like more like more powerful? Like is that which one carries more weight? I think both teams are going to play hard in this match. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to bet EDG. That, that line's pretty close, though. I'm going to be I, – I, I, like I said, I'm going to be on EDG for sure. What's the – let me see the over two and a half games. Because apparently that's my theme of the week is the over two and a half games. I've like, plus 116 on the over two and a half games for either side. That's pretty good. Because I think that th- this game, feel- like I don't think either team's gonna stomp this series. Like unless yeah, you, unless you're bu- unless you're buying in on the EDG, like got the win against Billy Billy. Now they get to ease off because Victory Five is easy, and they'll just assume they're gonna win that. No, I don't think that's gonna happen. I don't. I don't. I also don't think. I don't think teams think that way all the time. No, like you can tell the not. team. You can. Win. You can tell the teams that do think that way. Like IG definitely think that way. <laughs> yeah, IG is it is it RNG one hundred and ten percent think that way unless except <laughs> Uzi who doesn't and you can always tell every time that team punts a game to a bad team, Uzi looks like he's gonna murder like fifty people. Like yeah. Have you noticed recently with Uzi, I noticed like when they lost the G two at Worlds, that was like the the calmest Uzi I've ever seen. Yeah, it's kinda weird. I remember a, I remember a screenshot of like him just packing up his stuff, just looking kind of like yeah, it's whatever. You know, we lost, and I was like, "Really?" Yeah, that's I was not expecting you. the reckless treatment, like the crying on stage, refusing to leave. You're expecting some Odell oh, yeah. Beckham kind of shit, where he's just yeah. like throwing a fit on the sideline. <laughs> but no, he was. I think he might have gotten it under control a little bit, even though that's that's been him for his whole career. It's been I think kind, he might have gotten it under control. It's been. So, I, I know I've said it a million times already, but it, it still impresses me so much that that guy has. He's just gotten better. It's incredible. Like I don't yeah. think pe- people don't realize how hard it is to stay on top in any competitive activity at this level, especially like in it where people have like game film and they can study you and they have all this other stuff. Like it's really, really difficult to stay that good for that long. And he's like seemingly gotten better. So what impressed yeah. me about Doublelift too? Like I know he gets all sorts of shit for all sorts of different things, but like. The guy is literally improved and become more versatile, and he does everything. And w- what more could you ask from the guy, right? Yep. Uh, Uzi's like that. I know people keep trying to say Faker's fallen off, but if you look at the competition Faker's gone against, like in the region that he's going against, it's like there's a reason this dude's probably the best player ever, right? Yeah. He's still got it. Anyway. Uh, okay, so Calvin's pick of the week there. 
Yeah, Calvin's. I, I I put it on this. This is Calvin's pick of the week. Calvin, you want to defend yourself before you were so rudely interrupted by <laughs> everyone? What's my pick of the week? <laughs> well done, sir. ED, EDG plus one eighty nine. Yeah. I thought I picked Victory Five as my pick. No, you did. You picked Victory Five. I was showing. Uh, I did write that I down. So. I did. I did write that down. It's there. It's in paper. I'm not trolling. You, so. can say it. you guys are tripping. So out. yeah. So Saturday, the, the slate Saturday is super interesting. So we have we have yes. top for CDG, Game and we have the, the next one. Game of the week. Potential final preview. Invictus minus one ninety six against RNG plus one thirty three. If this was the line in the finals, I would take RNG, but I don't think I'm going to take it here. Are you guys going to call me crazy if I say I love the Invictus 2-0? No. no. I'm all right. I'm all right with you taking the Invictus yeah. 2-0. I'm okay. Like, yeah, I'm all right. But I so, just, Calvin, I don't tell you. I don't tell you the odds on it. What are what are? Would it surprise you at all to see Invictus 2-0? This would it surprise you at all to see either team 2-0? This. <sighs> Dude, no. I honestly think they'll just go 2-1. In my opinion. Okay, that's fair. I, I mean, it could happen. Yes, obviously it could happen, but I think just. Just from last year and stuff like that, I think that they just both play well against each other. You know what I mean? This is going to be like the this is this this series is like the new school telecom war. It really is. It really like is. this is the new rivalry in League of Legends to me. Yep. Is is IG RNG like IG can't beat RNG? It's, it's like their really kryptonite. Yeah. It's the script too well for IG to beat them right here and then lose to them in the finals again. But yeah. It's all script. It's all scripted, right, John? That's oh, 100% scripted. The fix is in. 100%. <laughs> that last best of five last year, I thought IG should have won. That that series was uh, – both the finals were – that wasn't the final. That was the semifinal, right? No, that was the final. The summer was the final. It was a quarterfinal in the spring. That's what it was. But Yeah. Summer final. Yeah. Both of the series – both of the series those two teams played last year in the playoffs were unbelievably good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they were unbelievably good, and then the the Griffin KT finals in like Korean summer was unbelievable too. Like, so these two teams are gonna be. It's like a new rivalry. So, do we all think IG win this? I personally think IG wins this. Yeah, if if RNG had lost this morning to JDG, I would have been more on the RNG side. But I think Invictus wins this one. RNG doesn't look like the old RNG that I. Yeah, something. I, I don't know if it's just that they're. Off. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Chris. Like, blame it on Carso. Ah, he's the only I, one that shows up. Well, I mean, we hadn't seen them lose a game to anyone except for RNG for like two years, yeah. and then now they've lost some, so they they don't look as dominant as they had in the past. Are you talking about Invictus? IG. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was IG had a whole year where they didn't lose to anybody domestically. They literally like, went eighteen and one, eighteen and one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's, lost in the finals. Yeah, it's crazy because like the shy literally just kills his top lane. He's like plus like twenty. CS. Did you see he lost his first lane? Like yeah, in their I last did. match, like he lost yeah, his he, first he got lane by by Allah. He like Allah, lost. OMG, in the first game of the season, Allah dumpstered him. Well, all right, so maybe he so did, but he didn't. He didn't have a negative goal differential. Okay. That was the stat that everyone's pointing to. I, I he had literally Allah Solo killed him like three times. He had literally he had, had literally never had he had not had a negative goal differential since it it was obscene. Like I'm trying to remember the stat Raz said. It was like it was like since like one of the last weeks of the summer split in the LPL. 
That's a long time. Now, that's coming from Raz. I don't know. I didn't actually look at the stats, so I don't know. But it's a long time, and he's been dominant. But So, <clears throat> I, guess what, I guess what I'm trying to say is, should either of these teams be favored by this much? Because the value is probably in RNG here, right? Yeah. Value's RNG. So, is, it, is, it, is it enticing? It should, it should be close. Uh, is it enticing enough to bet it, or are you just going to, like, Make your popcorn. Popcorn time. Yep. Yeah, popcorn, popcorn time. Yeah. Get yourself a – we got to do the old Doe and Monty. Pour one out for our dead homies. Get, get yourself a nice Coca-Cola. Or no, that's not that's not uh, Doe and Monty. That's uh, Tasteless and Artosis. Go to the microwave. Heat yourself up a quesadilla. Get some popcorn. You know, run to the store. Grab a nice pop, a Coca-Cola. You know, it's a <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard that. Dude, never. You, I'll I'll, you I'll, I'll link you some Starcraft. I'll, I'll link you guys to it. For my money, the best casting duo in any game ever, and they're still doing yes. the GSL, and it's unbelievable. And it makes me so happy that twenty years later, they're still it's Absolutely. it's amazing. It's amazing. They're so they're legends. They're they're so good. But uh, yeah, that's a so. Is anybody? Are we all just gonna watch this? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I might. I kind of like. I said. I said when we opened up on this, if like, would you guys call me crazy for thinking the IG two O? So I might be like light on the IG two O, but like very light. Like I, I want to just watch this game because this this is very very good chance of being a finals preview. So, God, Saturday morning's gonna be lit in the LPL. I'm gonna have to like take a nap on Friday and come, like, <laughs> stay up all night and watch it, or just like wait. Or I'll have to go to bed early. No, but the L- L- LPL game, if that's the last game of the day, it's going to be like, what, eight? Seven in the morning seven, seven or something. In the morning. So I could wake up and watch. Oh, I kind of want to like, watch Top Sports CDG too, though. So we'll just like, wake up for a moment. Anyway, Sunday. We have a unique ability as a podcast to remove an entire region's worth of games and not reduce our podcast time by anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. I was going to say, yeah, sorry. A little... nah, still we're, we're... Like this one might be longer than the last one. Nah, we're, 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 we're fine. We're fine. <laughs> so... Oh. So Sunday we have another good game. LPLs like this slate. Like we yeah, got three games right in a row. We got a uh, Fun Plus Phoenix minus three eighty five against Billy Billy Gaming plus two thirty eight. This is slam dunk for Billy Billy, right? As a betting standpoint, or yeah, from a betting I don't know standpoint, how you avoid yes. plus two thirty eight on Billy Billy. Mm-hmm. Is it because they lost today? Like what the hell is this? I put I I I look these lines up like. Five o'clock Eastern today. <laughs> Four FPX o'clock is Eastern. A little bit too much credit in general, I think, in the betting market. FPX, they're a good team, but they're not like they're treating them like they're Griffin. <laughs> they're, like, not. they're not. They're not Griffin. They're yeah. super, super one dimensional. They're very good at that one thing, mm-hmm. and it makes like they're a fun team to watch. I don't, like I, I doubt that's a factor, but like I don't know why they're this heavily favored. They have the record, <laughs> yeah, but like, so they have in game. They're twenty two and ten in game wins. Billy Billy seventeen and twelve. It's not even that much different. Yeah, yeah. Gold yeah. differential. I'm looking at like gold differential. There's a there's a sixty one gold differential per minute between the two teams. Yeah, which is like that's like substantial. Like that's not yeah. nothing. It's nine hundred gold at fifteen minutes. I think Billy, yeah, Billy Billy are going to have selection for this. Too. Like, and Billy Billy coming off a loss, this puts Billy Billy in like not must win, right? Because they're already in. Yeah, they still would would definitely like to win. They're not they're not perfect if they were to lose out from here. 
They do have the best differential of the seven five teams. They have top left, so they would they would really like to win this. Actually, they're currently slated to go seven and eight. Is this their easiest game left? Yes. Yes. I know Fun Plus is like ranked number one right now, like in the actual standings, but it's because they have a game to play. Oh, no, I, I guess they make those two. That just makes BLG even more of a lock. That this yeah. is their easiest. This dude. Match. Now that I'm looking at this, this is why this line's so far apart. This is minus three eighty five because of the differential stats and because Fun Plus are literally. If you if you if you look at the standings without looking at the wins and losses, Fun Plus is number one. Billy Billy is number six. Yeah. In reality, they're three games apart or three series apart. Right. Yeah. So yeah, fun, fun Plus got those stats by dumping on the bad teams. Yeah, sure. I, and I did, like we all said this too. Like Fun Plus is a good team. Mm-hmm. Like we're not denying that. I just think like they're not this much better than Billy Billy, unless we think this is like the beginning of the the fall for Billy Billy. I don't think it is. I think they got beat today. I like EDG today, but I don't think I don't think them losing to EDG makes them a bad team. Again, like no. this is that shouldn't be a game that impacts your thoughts on this team outside of like like micro decision like minutia, right? Like yeah. that game shouldn't that match shouldn't impact your. If anything, it should give you credit. Like it should, it should give you, you know, some more weight because if we all think EDG is a good team, and they played a close game against EDG, that's just even more confirmation that they're good, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, are we all still on the Billy Billy's the best team of? Are Billy Billy in the top five, or are they the sixth team? Because I know last week, last team, last year, last week we went through and we kind of like tiered the LPL, and Billy Billy were like clearly the best of the rest. I think JDG is a, a JDG. I'm thinking JDG. I know. Yeah. I'm moving JDG up with one spot and dropping BLG one spot. Nope. Okay. So what? I'm just out of curiosity. Just out of, no, Calvin. Just out of curiosity because. Nope. I'm not laughing. He's not laughing. So, just out of curiosity, what? What's the? Is is? Are you buying into the JDG or just winning, or is it well, because actually, you think they look good? Beginning of the season, I had JDG fifth. Ooh. I did have JDG fifth. Okay, so this is like carrying so some weight from the beginning like, of the season. Now this is kind of like reassuring that okay, maybe I was kind of right in the beginning, but you know what? It, this team, you know, really did come alive. You know, and they, yeah. honestly, I guess that R, uh, what's it called? I don't know. Why I said RNG. No, they played RNG. Yeah, they played RNG. Yeah, I. It was a good game. It was a good game. Don't get me it wrong. Was. And you know, it's like uh, this team just in general. Has figured it out after, <laughs> after they started imp. They really figured out. Oh my out. god! I'm not <laughs> doing. The, I'm not doing the imp narrative. Uh, I'm sorry, but that's just how it, how it was. How it is. You know, after they I, really did start imp, like it. What I will it, say. It's not Levi. I didn't ever, ever actually play Levi, but like it, it was flipping in and out. But yeah. you know what I mean. But what I will say on that on that note is there is something to be said about a team having an energy and, like, feeling it. Like, because wh- whether you think a team is, like, that good or not is that there's a certain threshold for whether you think a team is good or not. And, like, we'll go back to Korea because we talked a lot about it. But, like, if you th- – like, we think Hanwha is a good team, but they just don't have the same energy that they had last season. Like, they're not as feisty, right? JDG are a feisty team. Like, they have they have a swagger. Like, they're confident, right? Yeah. We don't think th- – I mean, you, Calvin thinks they're good. We think they're. Go- I don't think they're a bad team. Calvin, you're higher on than all of us. So, like, 
you know, don't no, take this Calvin. personally. Oh, you're, so Chris, you're with them too? So I'm Calvin, yeah. Okay, so I, I think they have an energy to them, and I actually am before this. So you had them fifth going into the season, right, Calvin? I did have them fifth. Yes, I had them like in the nine, ten, eleven range. So when they kept winning, I was like not ready to buy in yet, and I'm still a little bit skeptical. But they've impressed me, and I said this last week. Like they, they've impressed me, but I'm still not buying. Right? I might be buying a little bit now. I'm not going to bet them here. The reason oh, we're not, yeah, we're not. They're not here. They're not here. I'm, you know. I was higher than preseasons because I like Lumao, Zoo, Nagao, and I thought that three core was really good, even from last year. Yeah, they were great last year. Yeah, and, like, obviously they had Loken, but like still, I mean, their their eighty carry was not as great, but having that three core. You know what I mean? It's still really good. Zoom was was the was the was a hard carry last year. Yeah, so. yeah. Hard top so. carry. Zoom. I mean, you could make an argument that Zoom's like the second best top in China. Really? And that means something. <laughs> like who's be- who's better than him? The, the shy. 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 I mean, ADD maybe. ADD's been really good ADD. this season. ADD. But the the shy ADD. I don't know what the hell happened to Jawal. Jawal was off the oh, yeah. last year. He was just a monster, and now he's... last year, yeah. How yeah, much of that? Year. How much of that was like him piggybacking off of Knight being really, really good though? Like, I don't know, man. He was he was an animal last season. He I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, they played him a lot last year. Yeah, he was a smash play in DFS last year. Wow. Anyway, I, I got I I was trying to like figure out how we got on this JDG side topic, like, but it was oh like we were comparing Billy Billy, and I just caught I came into the kitchen and Calvin had a bowl of ice cream, four <laughs> o'clock in the afternoon, and I'd be like, now Calvin, you got you know that's not good for you, but that ice cream I know it tastes good, but we got to take that ice cream away because he needs to get some broccoli. Where's the broccoli? If you watch JDG's games. They are the most frustrating games to watch because yeah. like, one, I'm always betting against JDG, and so people just keep throwing shit to him. You know how many games JDG has been in a position Dude. where they should never be able to win, so, and just like, oh wait, it's a it's a miracle Baron fight that makes no sense. Oh, it's an engagement so that makes no sense. That was a hundred percent true for like no, the you're... first three quarters. So, dude, Calvin, listen, because I'm actually gonna be on your side for this one. That was like a hundred percent true for the like the first three quarters of the season. I, that's why I didn't buy in on this team because you watch their games and it's like, okay, you shouldn't have won that. There was like, it, there was like half a dozen games or more where you you look you like watch this team and you're like, these guys are the luckiest dudes on earth. Like what? Like how many times? That's why. That's why I was like, this is don't don't buy into the. They're just getting the wins, dirty or their clutch or whatever. Like they're just getting the wins. Don't buy into that because like they look bad. But they've looked a lot better, and they're improving. And you're right, since I, – I hate to say it, but whether Imp <laughs> – So whether Imp is better or not doesn't matter. There's just a certain – it's like the Doinby effect, right? Like, he just brings a certain energy to a team. I don't even want to – I don't even know if it's him necessarily. And I don't – because I don't want to give him the credit necessarily. Maybe he is, but I don't actually know how it's going. I don't know who's doing the calls for this team or what, but, like – since that happened, the team's just got a different energy, and they've to me they've looked better. Like they passed the eye test more than they did earlier in the season. It seems like Flawless is being is a lot more comfortable playing with the team. Yeah, and, and I Flawless has looked a lot better. I have yeah. no, and it, there might not be any rhyme or reason to it. Maybe it's just dumb luck. Maybe the other, maybe everything came together, and it just so happened to coincide with him coming in. But 
for whatever I actually John, I was a hundred percent with you the first like three quarters of the season. The last like four matches or so, I thought they've looked a lot better. And I, I think that I still think Billy Billy are a better team than them. So we're not going to see eye to eye on that. But so like Ka- Calvin and Chris, you, you like JDG? Do you I guys like think? Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you like how how much better do you think they are than Billy Billy? Or do you still like Chris? You might think they're still better, right? Uh, who? Billy Billy. Billy Billy. Or do you think they're like the same? They're in like that same. Are they clearly above the rest of the LPL, but clearly below the bot like the top five teams? Rephrase that question. Shit, we're so about the top six teams, right? Yeah, if if we if we assume it's the same, do do we assume it's the same top five, or has that changed for everybody? Because EDG has looked a little shaky. I still think EDG are in. Uh, yeah, that, I would but... still put them in the top five. EDG. Yeah. Not. So you think or EDG has? If, so you think EDG has fallen down to like where JDG and Billy Billy are? Yes. I can't trust the team. I mean, you try, <laughs> you want to. You're buying into this momentum to come in, and then bam. Why? So, <laughs> All right. classic LPL tier list digression aside, now that we've done 20 minutes on the tier list like we do every week for China, well, no, it, ma- it matters. It matters, right? Because JDG plays LGD, JDG's going to win. JDG plays WE, and I think JDG is going to be WE. What? You're predicting really? against WE? Oh, yeah. We're gonna get you know, we have, is their jungler, right? We have to get we have to get back to that. I so <laughs> the reason this whole thing came up is because we're talking about Fun Plus and Billy Billy, right? And if we assume Billy Billy are in that spot and they're gonna like need to win, especially with JDG playing better, right? Like so are we all on Billy Billy Moneyline here? Yeah. Just for value, or do we think like there's a reasonable chance they win this game? Because I think there's a reasonable chance they win this game. Yeah, I think there's a very reasonable chance they win. Too. So if you if you like, how close to fifty fifty is this for you? Sixty forty. FPX. Sixty forty FPX. Sixty forty. Oh, Because I think it's like less than that. I think it's like fifty five or less. I think Billy Billy are just are good, and I think Fun Plus is exploitable, and they've been exploited. And the only way since basically since they've been like figured out, I'll say like since teams figured out, hey, we can just camp doing B, right? They have won games, but they basically have to like fight their way out of a paper bag from there. Now that what makes Fun Plus good is that they're good enough to do that, and they're decisive enough to do that, and they play well enough as a team to do that. But I don't know. This line's just way off. I think it's closer to fifty fifty than this by a long shot, probably by a little more than you guys. But I, I'm going to be pretty heavy on this one, too, because this is just off. This is just a trying to exploit the market a little bit. I'll definitely be on BLG for sure. Next up, before Calvin gets back. Yeah, hurry, please. Uh, Team WE minus 370 against Vici Gaming plus 233. Team WE is that. Go back, move on. <laughs> <laughs> we tried to, try to sneak it in there, but uh, Shang but came a-calling. I heard, I heard uh, W, you know, got back right away. Is W going to 2-0, Vici? Yes. Minus 104 is really good odds. How confident yeah, are you w- in that? W-E is going to 2-0, Vici. Scale of, one, scale, of one, scale of 1 to 10, how confident? W-E 2-0. It's like 10, dude. Oh. Like 20. Pick, is, this, is this a second pick of the week level lock? Yeah, I, I think so. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I am down. I am down. All right, all right, Cal, you, you have to pick one pick of the week. 
V five. A pick of V five. V five plus one seventy two against Sunni. Yeah. Shove it in John's face. E five though. E five is slam dunk. I'm gonna shove it in John's I'll face. You someday. My daughter Cal. got out of the bath and she's trying to turn our podcast into into something that makes us all go to jail. So <laughs> trying, to, trying to get her off the screen here. I got you. Right, I got you. Screen. I love. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so. So I I actually like the WE two oh they look good this meta is good for them Vici it's it must be noted though that Vici have been like the spoiler team this season like Vici have been like the team they they're not like guaranteed three games their chances of having a successful franchise or fair fair they've <laughs> let's see they've gotten one two three four five everybody no six seven eight they have eight three game series. It's true. They have been battling. They've only had four two-game series, and they were against Invictus, Top Sports, Billy Billy, and RNG. It was the first uh, Uzi series. Oh, God, looking back on that, that poor team. <laughs> it's the first game back for Uzi, and it's VC. Yeesh. Anyway, so, but, they, I mean, they beat Sino Dragon 2-0. They beat LGD 2-1. They took a game off JD. They took a game, I mean, no, they, this team just lost to Rogue Warriors. Never mind. I'm... <laughs> We's looked very good lately. I have to give it to him. Uh, yeah, I, I'm. I think I think you take We two zero. I'm I'm in on that. I'm a little skeptical because it's We, but I, I I think one of my, minus one of four is just really good. Vici, Let's buy in, boys. Let's get our Wei Zhao jerseys on. Vici looks like Vici looks like the worst team in the league. I know OMG's, but I don't know Vici OMG and Rogue Warriors are so bad. But definitely between Vici and JD. Oh, you think you are such a troll? You are such a troll. No, it's I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the next one because we have kind of like VG. We have arguably the toilet bowl next, right? Rogue Rogue Warriors minus one seventy five. I'm just gonna stop there. There's not much. This is this is turning into the Gen Air situation. It's Rogue Warriors minus one seventy five. You have to bet OMG, don't you? I think you do. Maybe. They're just. Their players are just better than Rogue Warriors so, players. So, <laughs> so we could get into. I've I've always had this idea to 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 explore like like war rating in League of Legends. I don't know how you do it, but for anybody that doesn't know, uh, war rating is wins above replacement. It's used a lot in baseball and, and other other professional sports, but basically, it's a collection of statistics that compares a player. The, the amount of wins a player contributes through a collection of different things compared to the league average at the position they play, right? The reason I bring this up is I do think Zuji's the best player in this game by a, lo- by a long shot, like not close. Sorry, Chelly. Or, sorry, sorry, OMG as a whole. Icon? Icon. Icon's good. Icon's good. Zuji's probably the best player in the series. Zuji's the best like, player. Icon's the only three. one that's close. Icon. Icon's, 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 de- Icon's definitely close. Icon's definitely two. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know about Chelly yet. I don't know. No oh, man. I'm off it. Anyway, oh, the point. <laughs> anyway, the reason the reason I bring this up is is Wuji good enough by himself to make Rogue Warriors minus one seventy five? <laughs> if this game was played in Korea with a Korean style, I think I, uh, Rogue Warriors minus one point five would be a good bet. Yeah. Like it's the same as because the Genji situation. Yeah. It's like Ruler's the best player. And they're in a meta game where it fits him, and they play a style that fits him. But it's China. But this is China, baby. Yeah. And it's OMG. 
and Ale is going to come out there and play how, know, Fiora or something. And- how Clown Fiesta is this game going to get? Because this Very. could... Because this could be like a gold mine for. I think that I think the Billy Billy Fun Plus game is like the the pick on this slate for e- either side. Honestly, for hundred percent for this slate, you play Billy Billy and OMG. You you have to have players from OMG Rogue Warriors more than any other series. hundred percent. If you think Rogue Warriors is going to win, then you need Rogue Warriors players in your lineup. Your just... players have to come from that game. So. Any any action on this, or is this just kind of like I'm gonna fall asleep Real in the first? Bet on G, Calvin. Why, you, Calvin? You say nothing, and you have me no two o two o. What's going on? I just, just want to hear what you guys have to say. That's why? What I mean. So I can make my decision. Defend yourself. <laughs> no, you said it. Sean uh, Wuji is, I think, is a way better player than everybody else in the game besides Icon, who's also besides very Icon. very good. And then Does Icon's... JDG just trade for Wuji in the off season. That'd be no, it's because Imps is the greatest, oh, dude. Great, dude. Imps winning, man. No, you know who should trade. You know who should get Zwuji? KT Rolster. You heard it here first. First Chinese player in the LCK. Make it happen. I would love that pickup. That would be fascinating, right? Just pull the plug on Gangoins and it would be so good. Chris, you stressing? Wow. What about double lift to KT? He can't speak anything but English. He can handle it. <laughs> he can barely double do it. Bring double over there? Bring double over to Core JJ. No, no, no. You know who's going to be eligible to play again because he's done his military service? Forgiven. Forgiven Make it happen. Let's that go. Be, oh. oh, I'd be so hyped. It'd be trash. Uh, nah, trash, okay. trash. Everyone's trash. Trash. <laughs> I can't do the Greek accent. <laughs> um, So... Let's do. We'll skip to the NA LCS. I'll come back to yeah, this if we have time for it. So, uh, LCS Week Nine. Uh, I don't know. Do do any of you guys do your looks for like you know playoff spots and all this? I know John Game usually. Three. Yeah, I've got it down. All right, so you you go go ahead and take this take this over. CLG. So if you look at the standings, let me bring them up just to make sure to you're not talking facts correctly. But if you look at the Standings in the upcoming matches. It looks just by looking at the standings like like it's really close and it's going to be like a clump of that people are going to battle here. But really, what it is, so it looks like Guardians, CLG, Echo Fox, and Optic are all in a battle to make playoffs. Yeah. But when you look at the realistic outcomes, given who they're going to play, uh, Echo Fox has a like impossibly hard set of games this weekend. They're going to play against. Well, I guess CLG's not. So I was going to say hard, it's not. They play TL. They play TL. They're yeah. going to play TL, which is going to eliminate them from being able to make the playoffs, unless they somehow miracle TL. And oh, yeah. CLG plays against Echo Fox, who is the worst team in the league, and plays against uh, 100 Thieves. So CLG should get two wins, which would put them at 8-10, and 10, which is going to lock them for playoffs. And it's going to lock them because there's a matchup between the Golden Guardians and Optic, and that matchup is going to decide who the other person that makes the playoffs is. And Golden Guardians win, is playing, so. yeah. Golden Guardians is playing FlyQuest, who they should lose to, and then Optic, who who is going to decide that match. They must win. Yeah, and then Optic is going to play the Golden Guardians and 100 Thieves. So Optic should get that win against 100 Thieves to tie them with the Guardians, basically, and then they're going to play each other in the first day to decide who who's going to make it. So summing it all up, who CLG's are CLG's the... in, Echo Fox is out. And then Golden Guardians is playing Optic. So who who are who are four, five, and six? 
Uh, FlyQuest, Fly Guardian, Zoptic. Number CLG one, three, five. And then six is either going to be Golden Guardians or Optic, the okay. last team in. All right, good. So that's a that was a good, really good summation of all that. And yeah, Clutch you... is out. Hundred Thieves is out. Man. So what if what if CL, Echo Fox lose CLG beats Hundred Thieves? Echo Fox <laughs> Here we CLG. go. Right? Are they tied? No. Uh, Echo Fox is tied with uh, with Optic right now and CLG. They're all six and ten. God, NA is the best. I know we're gonna see some teams that are gonna make playoffs at eight and ten here. Yeah, I, I don't. I I just want to say something just before we like go to like into this more. I don't mean to just dunk on NA for like the meme value or just because it's the hip or cool thing to do, but like it's it really has just been a shit show this season. Oh, terrible! It's like been awful. it's been ter- like it's just bad League of Legends, and I'm not I'm not saying that to be an elitist because like. In the past, I have. I was high, I was really high on NA last year. The region is definitely worse this year. Yeah, there's been some really fun NA splits with some really cool teams and stuff. This has not been that year. No, this has I, been a really boring year with a lot of really bad games and terrible throws. It has I, not been a good year. I, I do think the the individual <clears throat> talent in the region was upgraded once again, as it always has been. But the, to me, the teams like there's just less competition in this region right now. And it's not it's not that Team Liquid like Cloud9 and Team Liquid are clearly better than everybody else, but like the rest of these and TSM's okay, but the rest of these teams, even the teams that we were like high like high on and hopeful of, have just looked bad. Mm-hmm. Like FlyQuest like FlyQuest is nine and seven. They're probably gonna finish the season what, ten and eight? Uh, yeah, they win one game. Maybe two, right? Like maybe they win. Maybe they Cloud9, so they're probably going one and one. one, one so like FlyQuest, Golden Guardians, teams we we're we we're all all of us were pretty high on them, right, going into the season. Yeah, and they are going to make the playoffs, but like it's the most underwhelming run at the play. Like the, oh, the region yeah. just looks bad, and and to me, it's I don't think Golden Guardians is making the playoffs. I think they're going to lose to Optic. Oh, that's right. We just went over this. But Sorry. Either way, they're close. Those CLG and Golden Guardians. Yeah. The 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 point I'm making is is we're not just like memeing by dunking on a and a it's really just been bad like the the region's yeah. been terrible and i'm not by the way i am not excluding europe from this cuz europe has looked like a clown fiesta most of the season too i think europe has like an extra team like to me europe has like four teams that are like reasonable as much as i hate splice's guts ugh <laughs> god i hate to admit it but they're okay anyway uh so saturday slate the reason I wanted to have John introduce that is because that's going to paint how a lot of these lines look because we could have teams playing for something and teams not playing for something. So Team team Liquid are locked, right? Right. They could go 0-2 and they're, they're still first place, right? Even if Cloud9 wins out. They have to head-to-head, yeah. Cloud9 is up a game on TSM, so Cloud9 has to win one game. They have to win their first game, right, to clinch yep. two. Mm-hmm. Which is the only thing that matters because they can't catch Team Liquid and one and two don't make a difference in NA. So, uh, so we have Cloud Nine minus two eighty six against FlyQuest plus one ninety five. Any love for FlyQuest in a must win situation in a best of one? Those are those are really good odds, but I think Cloud Nine have to they they have to get their one game now. Clutch Gaming might be the easier out. Maybe they just prepare for Clutch and get the job done. No, I, th- I think they, they just beat FlyQuest. I think they just 2-0. Yeah. I think they're just going to 2-0. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't think they want to tempt fate by messing around with this. I also think minus three hundred on a yeah. I I I also think it. There's no reason not to go into the playoffs with good momentum. I've I've I always hate that in any sport. Yeah. So we all in Cloud Nine, no love for FlyQuest here. Because one ninety five is enticing enough that it might be worth in a best of one where they have to win. FlyQuest doesn't care about winning. Well, I guess that's true. They don't have to win. They can't. They can't get out of. They're not going to move. Like the, the FlyQuest can't move. They're going right. to be fourth. They're stuck at four. Unless something really weird happens, they can't. I don't even know if anything weird can happen, but they're they're going to come fourth. Okay, so no action here on this. <laughs> no. Uh, Echo Fox plus two fifty five. Team Liquid minus four hundred. Pass nope. right. Pass. Yep. <laughs> we might get some TF late. Have, have Liquid said if they're going to start TF late at all? <laughs> I don't think they've they've mentioned anything. Okay. Uh, so nothing there either, right? No. It seems like they still want to try, though. So is Echo Fox gonna like <laughs> meme this and play Teemo or something in Miza win? No. Nothing. Echo Fox is still technically yeah, in the running they, for this game, so they're gonna play it. legit. Yeah, they need kind of logic to lose. Yeah, they'd have to beat Team Liquid to give themselves a shot, but they're gonna try for sure. Yep. That's like a little enticing. Then I know Echo Fox is terrible, but. I'm not. No, I'm. I'm no, done. I'm not. Okay, I'm not. I'm not taking the bait on this. Optic okay. plus one ten against Golden optic. Guardians minus one fifty four. Big fan of Crown. Yeah, I'm gonna bet Optic. I. I. They've looked good. As good as so a six and ten team can look. With Golden Guardians, everybody except for Froggen, I've been so unimpressed with. I Contracts agree. Hundred percent. Terrible. Monster has looked terrible. Ole is abysmal. Ole is the worst support. Can we talk? Can we talk real quick about how going into the season? Maybe I was reading different people than you guys. Can we talk about how going into the season, how everyone thought Froggen was going to be the weak link on this team? No, I mean I I thought Ole was Olay. also going to be a weak link, yeah. but I definitely was more worried about Froggen than I was about Contracts or Hauntzer or Deathly. I thought Froggen was going to be the best player on the team. And that ended, up being, that ended up being true. Froggen is a boss. Froggen is another one of these guys that like I know. He's been playing here in Europe, so it's it's harder to kind of give him that much credit. But like, he's another one of these guys that's just because he took time off. I think people thought he was like done. He's so good, and he just like he stayed so good for so long. He plays so many different styles. I don't know. I'm Brogan. Is he's a dirty traitor? Because my favorite team of all time is CLG EU. And Froggen is a dirty traitor who left Crepo and poor Yellow Pete and all of our all the legends of CLGEU to try to live his fantasy dream. And we could be seeing CLGEU champions of Europe right now. <laughs> no, no, Crepo is not allowed in the league, so no. <laughs> holding up trophies. They could have had 10, 12 championships by now. Doobie would still be staring people down. <laughs> Froggen's a dirty traitor. But he's the best player on Golden Guardians. So, so both. I actually like Optic here too. Because he gets neutralized by Crown, and the rest of Optic is better. I, that's why I was gonna say I actually like Optic here because Optic's best player is better than him. Yeah, or at least terrible enough that he's not gonna like destroy. Froggen's not gonna be able to solo carry this game. It's gonna have to be somebody else on Golden Guardians, and I can't tell myself a story where somebody else on Golden Guardians carries this game. Yep, I think it's optic, and I never would have guessed that coming into the season. At I all. mean, me, uh, I don't know. Maybe no. You're, you're right. I, he's the best player on this team, or he's the best player in this game by 
a good enough margin, and he, yeah, he, I don't know. It, Hauncer, Hauncer's, what's going on? He's he's been okay this split. He should trash on Dokla, but I don't know. Okay, below average. Okay, yeah, yeah. It depends who he plays. Like he's looked really bad on some champions. Like Rise, we talked about last week. His Rise was terrible. Yeah, yeah. We the the realm war heard around the world, right? <laughs> so but, like, um, so Hauncer should be jungler too. I think. So Hauncer and Konchak should be like the tiebreakers here, right? Like if you just like looked at this like like tail of the tape looking at each other like both these teams, like I think Golden Guardians should have better players, but is like Crown's enough better? And I think Optic are just more confident right now, more cohesive. And I think Medios or Dardoch is better than Contracts. I think Contracts has been playing very badly this season. I guess. Yeah. I, and Ole is like the mythy of NA. So oh I just think I think Optic are are <laughs> OG's good. Optic kind of <laughs> remind me of. They're like Gen G a little bit. Like they don't play the same way, but they remind me of Gen G in that they know who they are and they're not pretending to be something they're not. Yeah. You know, like Optic are like, okay, Crown's gonna split and Dokla's gonna split and we're gonna try to do that, and that's that. And yeah, Arrow, I like Optic you know, quite a bit. I I think it's so bizarre because I, I didn't think this team was gonna be that good even with Crown, but they they just are. Oh, I and, thought they were gonna be terrible. And I thought Crown was hundred percent retirement homing. NA, but he's been sweet. he was for the first half of the season and then he was like okay well and then he was like you know what i'm sick of people talking shit and he's he's like give me rise every game rise, gg right i was in the rise music video motherfuckers yeah exactly like th- this this should be even money right I, w- I would make optic a favorite personally but wow all right so are you going to be pretty heavy on this because i yeah, I, I like I, I like optic i'm i have a self-imposed limit on best of ones but yeah, I like I like optic quite a bit here. I mean, I don't I don't want to confuse the fans. I bet one unit. Yeah. Very occasionally, I bet two units. Yeah. So even if I say like I'm heavy on a team, a lot of time actually, what I mean is that I'm just really confident in my one unit bet. Yeah, and that's <laughs> so. That's, so, I like optic. Calvin, you haven't said anything on this one really. I said I liked optic. Optic. Okay. Yeah. Chris, what do you think, optic? Uh. Coin flip game for me, but yeah, it's optic. I'll take optic. Yeah, I don't. I I would avoid this game for DFS too because optic like the split push. You're gonna lose to me, then, my friend. Yeah, I'm in all optic. I'm picking crown. Well, all right. So I like picking crown because he's a monster. I guess it could be Doklo, right? Optic's yeah. gonna be <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris, that facial expression was exactly my thoughts. I was like, I guess it could be Dokla. Oh. <laughs> no. Optic uh, would be in a lot of my lineups. TSM clutch. TSM minus 400, clutch plus 255. Staying away from this. Nothing, right? Too, yeah, not going to bet it. Too <sighs> rich. CLG minus 154, 100 Thieves plus 110. 100 Thieves to spoil? No. No. Okay, going back for DFS purpose, I'm probably going to play TSM in my opinion. I won't play CLG. I think 100 Thieves. Uh, I don't know what they're trying to... I don't even know. They're, they suck. They just suck. Their early game just sucks. They just allow teams to take over towers, and then after that, they're like, oh, okay, why don't we just start fighting now? And then they start fighting, and then they lose, and they're like, oh, what did we lose? <laughs> 100 Thieves have won one of their last nine games, or one of their last ten games. It's unbelievable, dude. It's really like feels like fantasy world. Their the, one win was against Clutch. Bad. Yeah, it's 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 wild, man. 
it's I'm, wild. I'm really even if you didn't believe in the bang. I'm really the hooey pickup. Like you didn't expect them to go one and nine. Bang hasn't even games. been bad. The one he had the one goofy Ezreal misplay, but like bang, it, it, we talked about this team last week. It's been one. They they change up who's the bonehead this week every week. <laughs> like every week, it's a different person, and they take turns. They're like, I'm going to do a boneheaded play. You know, bang, you got Dude, tomorrow, right? And, uh, I'm taking off tomorrow. Can you get the boneheaded play for Sunday? Okay, got oh, yeah. it, right? Like, Onda got dumpster weekend. Just, yeah, it hurt my heart so bad to watch that game. I, I felt pretty... so bad. He's the last person to do the Scion Speedway special segment. <laughs> he's the last one next week. And it's going to be like he's going to play his last game as an LCS player and then have to go do the Scion Speedway. <laughs> it's going to be like the so saddest send-off yeah. ever. No, he's young, dude. He's going to be fine. end up in Academy. Yeah, well, well, we up. might see him in Academy, but it's probably his last game in LCS. Yeah. Damn. He's young enough. And probably. Oh my gosh! No, no, Prawley's no. reputation. No. Prawley is gonna no. Prawley is gonna stick around. There's <laughs> Prawley is one of the Prawley's gonna be like the hockey coach that's been fired like fifteen thousand times and he's still in the league <laughs> and everyone's like, no, nah, he's a real no. You see this in the NFL all the time too. Like, how the hell did Hugh Jackson keep getting jobs? Right? That was the, it. Who's was the whole guy. Who's that guy? Eric Mangini was another the one. The Mangini. The Raiders guy. Gruden. Gruden. Be the Raiders guy. Oh Gruden. my god, that guy is a moron. Well, Gruden, Gruden was an exce- Gruden was an exception because he took like ten years off to do commentary. But yeah, everyone's talking about how good that guy was all season. It'd be like they just they just made plays that made no sense yeah. constantly. They right? were just yeah. to, he was trying to tank, but the funny thing is, when they were tanking, they still won games at the end of the season. I'm like, what's going on? Are you I think it's the tank? opposite, dude. I think Gruden was trying his hardest to win, and they're all just that bad. I agree. They were, we're a football podcast now. Yeah, sure. we turned football. Oh, you, know, you want to go? You want to go some sweet stats? They allowed twice as many quarterback pressures as the <laughs> second worst team in the league. <laughs> twice as many. These are quarterback. Their quarterback was pressured like eighty times or something. It was like ridiculous. Anyway, football okay. podcast. Okay. We're back. Uh, any love in this game? I like. I agree. Hundred thieves have looked bad, but is this just like we talked about this for EU last week? Is there a chance that people want to be like, let's end the season on a good note? Nope. Oh, they don't. They do not look like they. Or is this? Is this? Is this like the couple that's like staying together to, for the kids until they get out of high school? Kill G, like, Kill G needs to win. CLG's yeah. going to mop them up. CLG needs the win. Okay. They're going to mop them up. Enough to bet? I'm not touching this because I'm not, not going to bet, bet CLG. It, but, but, yeah, I, so I think CLG mops them up. Yeah. The sharp thing to do is probably to actually just bet CLG here, even though it feels disgusting and you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. It's probably Do you guys see the article, it. by the way, uh, that was done on the Action Network this week about March Madness? Because I found it super relevant to League. No. no. They, they did an article called something like, why Betty from your office always wins the pool talking <laughs> about March Madness. And they're talking about how like random people in your office will beat you in the pool because they just pick the favorites all the time. And you're trying to be a sharp yep. and pick the number 13 seed that's going to make it into the final four. And Betty that knows nothing just takes the one seed to win all their games. And she's going to be right way more than you. You know, what's, so, you know what's funny about this too is like I, I didn't read this article, but just hearing this now, it actually kind of – it, it it brings it brings to mind the like the game theory of playing DFS right, like the reason we talk about like lineup differentiation and like Chris does a ton of work on all this like projecting like who's gonna like own ownage percentages and stuff like that like who 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 we think is gonna be owned by what percent and all that. 
the reason all that's relevant is because you're not pl- you can try to play the game of predicting who's going to who's going to win what and which players are going to get the most points. That's a one game. You also got to play the game of this is a game itself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, you know, this is like Cal- Calvin does. Calvin the, the, the GPP lord, right? Yep. You got to differentiate things, right? The, but in the, in terms, of, well, let's finish NA because we'll. I'm sure the sign off is going to be Calvin talking college hoops. I don't know shit about college hoops, but <laughs> I actually that doesn't surprise me at all, John. Because yeah, like you're going to have a different lineup than you. If you pick a favorite where everyone thinks this underdog is going to win and the favorite just wins like they're supposed to, you're yeah. going to like cut out two thirds of your for, competition. Right? Sometimes you should look for the the big the underdog that everyone thinks is going to win and just take the favorite just because ownership and yeah and the favorite's the favorite for a reason yeah just because ever that just because this underdog has the best chance of winning everyone, doesn't mean they're a favorite everyone thinks they're sharp right and they're not exactly <laughs> including especially me. me yeah i was just gonna say i'm glad we all <laughs> thought like, that right away it's so sharp it's like done uh, Sunday and a fly quest minus one sixty nine golden guardians plus one thirty. This is probably going to matter, right? It's going to matter for golden must, guardians. Must win. Yeah, it's I likely to be must win for golden guardians, and they're not going to. Yeah, uh, they're not going to win. <laughs> Damn. Ooh, really? This is so cold this week, man. I just think oh, I don't know. Golden guardians just look abysmal. I, Haunters is like I don't know what he's doing. He Did was it? playing like aggressive, and he was doing decently well. Now he's just. I don't know. He's just sitting back and farming, just trying to let Froggy do all the work, but Froggy can't carry four shitty players. Any faith in them to get it together for one week? No. Or one game? Because everyone is on that trend, I will take Golden Guardians. I kind of like Golden Guardians in this spot. I'm going to play, play FlyQuest then. Like, look, if... if... Screw you, dude. <laughs> wow, Golden... you locked in Golden Guardians as pick of the week. Huh? Oh. Okay. Yeah, I like Golden Guardians, but we'll let so so Chris made this his pick of the week. We'll let him defend himself on this one. So defend yourself on Golden Guardians plus one thirty, or just Golden Guardians. Period. Doesn't matter about the number. I mean, this is a desperate team. Now you can say FlyQuest is a good team, but they have nothing to play for. Yeah, true, true. And Guardians is more of. A unit compared to, say, Echo Fox and Clutch Gaming. I think yeah. those are the teams that FlyQuest can dump on. If Guardians can get up an early lead on FlyQuest, which is possible because FlyQuest has still struggled with the early game. Yeah. Rob Turtle has mentioned that. So if Guardians can get up, FlyQuest is like, why the hell do we need to continue to try hard? It's a good and point. It's not affect our Reasonable. Rank. Reasonable. It doesn't matter who if Guardians are going to make it into the playoffs or not. We're still going to beat them once we get try harder. Here's I... a great narrative. All right, <laughs> Paul Belter, right, has four player of the games this year. <laughs> go for the MVP, Ooh, yo. He's this trying is... to go win for the MVP, bro. Paul Belter, out of anyone else, because he's been on playing play with Team Liquid. Obviously, he's not going to win it on Team Liquid, but. Last year he caught a lot of the flag. revenge narrative. On, yeah, early on he kind of he caught a lot of flag as well as being the oh you know old pulled Belcher I'm gonna it but now he's been playing like real well. He's got a 5.3 so, KDA on I'm the just, season. I'm just saying, you know he wants to take that one spot, but just. Flyquest have won four in a row. 
you could argue for Poe Belter as MVP, I think, depending on yeah. like what what narrative you use for MVP. Like if it really is like the guy who improved his team the most, FlyQuest looks an awful lot better with Poe Belter than they did last yeah. season. Can we? And Keen didn't even play that badly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna nip this conversation mm-hmm. in the bud now because it's I guarantee it will come up again on this podcast. Right, when I say right. let's let's knock this out now. When we say MVP. We mean actual most valuable player to their team. I don't give a shit about the voting. Court JJ. Yeah? yeah? I don't know about that. I think if you put Ole anyway. back on that team, they'd still be a one seed. Sorry, <laughs> this, no, is gonna, this is going to turn into a digression. <laughs> I on. know it. I know it. But uh, Echo Fox, Counterlogic Gaming, even money, minus 114. Juice is too high for either of these teams. CLG probably is the side here, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. CLG is absolutely the side. Echo Fox is terrible. Have always been terrible. I, I feel, I feel like I, I'm reluctant to put any kind of heavy thing on this. Not only because it's best of one, but because, like, I don't think either of these teams is good. I think Counterlogic's definitely better, but I don't know. If you guys are this like torn on this one, I might even change my pick of the week because Counterlogic gaming is a lot there. Because they, they're gonna, I mean, they're gonna win, right? And they need to win. And they're yeah they're way better than so do, is does this match matter even if they beat it's it does matter if they beat 100 thieves they have to win both yeah, right CLG needs CLG needs to win both okay I'm liking this a little bit more now I still feel Snap sketchy because I still feel sketchy because it's CLG but all right you've convinced me John I'm in okay anybody else any comments questions no. concerns no. I take tips grievances on my, on my grievances gosh <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Uh, Cloud nine minus four seventy six. Clutch <laughs> plus three twenty five. Next. I would take clutch gaming. Yeah. I mean, I'm Cloud not... Nine's not gonna have any. Look, to play this for, is right? the spot. Likely. This is the spot for that. And clutch, they clutch is one of those teams that just drafts weird shit and goes ham. And they could totally beat Cloud Nine in a Fiesta match. It's the same as like I loaded up on Misfits the last day of EU when yep. they played G two. I loaded up on Misfits and DFS. <laughs> Because I just knew Misfits and G2 are going to take some bullshit comps and they're going to blow at each other and, and Misfits could easily win that game. <laughs> and that's the same thing here. These teams are going to Half take something crazy. Team, yeah, these teams are going to take something crazy and I actually think underdogs are the favorite when they, when they take crazy stuff. I do love I do love huge underdogs on like last day of the regular season because it's it, seriously, you never know who's going to give a shit. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, maybe... I like like you're not gonna f- and you're not even gonna feel bad if Cloud Nine just come out and smash here, but three twenty five is a good number and it makes sense, right? You're gonna see probably you're gonna see Blabber and Golden Globe especially especially in best of ones. It's like even better in best of ones because like if Jin Air comes out and takes a game off someone, the other team's gonna be like, oh shit, we don't want to lose a Jin Air, and they're gonna smash the next two games, <laughs> yeah. right? Right. It's like, oh shit, right, we're already embarrassed enough. We gotta take care of business now. But exactly. put your money on clutch gaming, boys. I like I like game. clutch. That's Go a good pick. It. That's Love a good it. pick. That's a good call. I like that call. Um Liquid minus one ninety six, solo mid plus one forty nine. This game's gonna depend on if TSM have clinched number three, right? They already did, I think. They... Well, no, because they can like, lose, uh... right? If FlyQuest lose either of their matches, TSM's yeah, not going to give a shit about this game, win. right? Liquid uh, revenge narrative. Well, so, yo, this is an interesting wrinkle, though. If FlyQuest beat Cloud9 on Saturday, suddenly this matters to TSM because they could move up to two. I, I don't think that that's going to happen. Often. It's not likely because if Cloud9 lose against FlyQuest, they're going to 
destroy Colossus on Sunday. But, exactly. <laughs> but and Liquid they, lost to TSM. I really think that matters. Liquid yeah. does not want to go O two to TSM in the regular season. Yeah. Right. Good. There's a chance they could see them in the finals. So. This is the rivalry of NA we have. Liquid TSM. Uh, I. That's like just barely out of range. I don't know. That's close. I do like Liquid, but that's a little rich. Yeah, I don't think I'm betting it. I just think Liquid's going to win. I think there's potential for this. Like, what you got to watch Saturday. The thing is, by the time you bet that, it's like Saturday game is going to be over, and yeah. maybe we'd like see how that game's going. I don't know. Uh, last game of the regular season for NA, we have Optic minus 164, 100 Thieves plus 126. Slam Optic here, right? Yeah. Pretty pretty good chance they're going to need to win this, and it's going to be a win and in for the playoffs. Yeah, and 164 so. is like good enough. <laughs> That's good enough to take your payday, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't anything of uh, anything in the other leagues, guys. I have one note. Uh, I'm not betting it, but uh, we have Flash Bulls Mad on Sunday in the LMS. Probably the two best, te- well, definitely the two best teams in the LMS. So that's going to be worth watching Sunday morning. Are Flash Wolves going to win the LMS, Gelati? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, com- I'm, I'm, I'm confident they are. Uh, they Mad Team have a better. They, they have a better – like, if you, like, look at standings on any website, Man Team are going to be listed higher because they have 20 game wins. Uh-huh. But Flash Wolves have a better win percentage. They've played fewer – they've played a few, like, fewer series, and their goal differentials are, like, way better, and their vision scores are, like, way better. So they're, they're a better team. Like, and if you just, like, watch them, it's like, it's like okay, Flash Wolves is back, right? They're not, they're, not quite, right they're not quite as, like, obliterating the competition as they've been the last two years. <laughs> But they're they they're still pretty clearly the best team, if you ask me. Even if the record doesn't say it right now, they kind of coasted for the first few weeks. Uh, I have I have a I have a big pick on them tomorrow morning. You can check the blog, but this won't matter for that. Uh, just to review pick of the week, I didn't even do a pick of the week. Shit. Uh, will somebody go over that and I'll pick one real fast. Go over your pick of weeks and why? Real, like just briefly. Uh, my pick of the week this week was LGD plus 168 against Sinnoh Dragon, <clears throat> and it's because Gala jumps onto Alistair's full health Alistair's. I got it. <laughs> Just to let, if you if you needed to know any more reasons to add, I'm not, I don't know. All right. All right, I got mine. You're good. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, I think I just briefly explained mine just a while ago. I'm just going to stand on that. Golden Guardians are desperate. Flyquests are not. All right, cool. Uh, Calvin, yours was V five plus one seventy two versus Suning. I'm uh, telling Beishang, by the way, dude, prepare to join the V five ruined by pick of the week club. Prepare to join, uh, dude. Chris, Chris is gonna be the only one that dodged it. I don't know how. I've been calling some really good upsets, but something in me has to play V5 against Suning. Suning's Calvin, Calvin, you got to break the slump, man. You're 0 and 4 on your pick of the weeks. Dude, I, now, all right. So to be fair, you're picking obs- you're picking plus 220, plus 131 is reasonable, but, but okay, plus 288, about- plus 170. So you're picking heavy underdogs. Props right. for that. I want to go real quick, real quick. I'm going to go through my pick of the week. 100 Thieves versus Liquid. Okay, that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> 100 Thieves versus Liquid again. That's, wait, no. Last week. IG minus 1.5 versus FPX. I mean, I that was the beginning of the season. I thought that was that could happen, but FPX won game three. And uh, SKT two eighty eight against Griffin okay. almost happened. That, that almost that happened. Was, come on, that was it could have happened. Really yeah, that was almost. Close. 
Almost happened. The EDG versus FPX again. Like, we were, all, we were all on EDG. Yeah, yeah, we were all on EDG on that. Yeah, we it was a close game. So, like, the past, I don't know, three, I guess three out of the five. Let's I've get that. Let's get that gambler's fallacy going. Calvin's due for a win, right? That's what <laughs> we also have to mention that almost winning doesn't win you in sports betting. But True. it's okay. My DraftKings account was looking <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So my pick of the week is going to be Sandbox minus one and a half against Hanwha on Sunday because I think Hanwha is going to be eliminated. We, t- we talked a lot about that, but I think by Sunday Hanwha is going to be eliminated from playoff contention and Sandbox is still going to be battling, and I think Sandbox is enough better as it is. Even though I'd have them like next to each other in my power rankings, Sandbox is like a tier better than Hanwha, and Hanwha's going to be eliminated. So, And demoralized because they're going to lose back-to-back-to-back must-win games. They're going to 11 lose minutes ago, there was an announcement, by the way. Uh, yeah? I just caught this on Twitter real quick uh, relating to NA. Saligo is going to play the Academy playoffs. Okay. So if he's playing Academy playoffs, that means who he might be back in in the LCS for 100 Thieves. The rules has been the trend. Lock, lock it, 100 Thieves. Uh, the rules have been flimsy. Just... Watch who we just come back out and look like Faker. Just come <laughs> oh, out and just dominate everybody. Didn't that happen to another guy who came back? Oh, I can't even remember his name, but yeah. Let's... Okay, sorry. Move on. No, you're you're good. No, no, that's that's interesting. That's good. That's good news to have. Um, briefly, oh, we did pick the weeks. We'll 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 get to Europe next week. We we went pretty long this week, even without an entire region. So, uh, (laughs) we'll we'll go into EU playoffs next week. We'll have NA playoffs, and hopefully a. Actually, yeah, next week should be easier. We can we can really really dive deep on on those playoff games if we want to. So, uh. That's going to be it for those. What's going on, Chris, outside of League of Legends? Well, I wish I had something that's more exciting, but I really don't. Uh, traveling next week, going to New Orleans. Ooh. Now, out. If you got any suggestions, I need to try out the restaurant. I'll be around the, uh, where do they hold the Mardi Gras area? Try uh, the IHOP near Bourbon Street. <laughs> <laughs> It's really good. You so want to see some happens. strange, strange stuff. You go into that Dude, IHOP at 3 yeah, in the morning and you'll see some shit. <laughs> oh, seriously. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Seems like For the record, I've never been. I'm just speculating. I've been there. I've been down there. It's, it's actually really nice. <laughs> All right. IHOP it is then. Thank you, boys. Chris going to NOLA. That's exciting. Calvin, what's good with you? Awesome, bro. Yeah, here's my tip of the week. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is... For all you stressful people out there, all right, it's good to take care of your body. Mental break. You know, Vince earlier, yep. you know, had to take a couple of days off. And you know what? He looks so happy now. This is why it's because you're so stressed out of the things that you do. And you just don't have enough me time, like me time. Obviously, Vince enjoys what he does. But reflecting back and just enjoying your personal self, enjoying yeah. what you want to do, like playing video games. Like I told this girl last night, two days ago. <laughs> I was like, I'm enjoying me time. Yeah. I was like, do you have a problem of me playing video games, enjoying me time? Because we're gonna have a problem. Yeah, but no, she's cool. Though. She's 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 one of my homies. But I'm just saying, it's just like you know, I didn't talk to anyone at all yesterday. I literally played League of Legends Sometimes for like you gotta unwind six six hours straight, six seven hours straight, and you know, I literally Beautiful. didn't talk to anyone until later. But for real, guys, just take a break of like work life and stuff, and just enjoy yourself. 
any spicy call? Oh, oh, any? I'll, I'll put this out to all of you. Uh, any, any spicy college basketball picks? We got the tournament starting. I know people oh, are hype on that. Final four. Auburn's going to the final four. They Auburn to the like final four. Lock it in. Yeah, I like Betty to beat. I like Betty to beat him in the college bracket. <laughs> <laughs> Betty from the office. <laughs> Betty from the office. Fifty-seven-year-old no, Betty, the secretary <laughs> at work. No, okay. Picked picked uh, Auburn because she likes the tiger logo or whatever. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. okay. No, wrong, wrong, wrong team, wrong team. Here's sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Murray State, Murray State has John Morant. That's such a trap playing against Marquette because Marquette plays amazing against the two-three zone. And if Murray State pulls that, if Murray State can't figure out how to play that man-to-man and sticks with Marquette's like. Uh, players who are fast and more athletic than Murray State, then I think, you know, it's going to be a shit show of a game. But it seems like everyone's going to pick Murray State, which is the wrong play. Sorry. Dang. Dang. Dropping some actual yeah. basketball knowledge. Wow. John, you got anything on the, on the, uh, you got anything on March Madness? <laughs> basketball pockets now. You got anything uh, on the, uh, literal nothing about college basketball. I know that Duke has Zion Williamson and stuff, but he should probably win. Yeah, I, I'm not betting against that guy, I don't think. <laughs> I, just... I mean, he has the same <laughs> amount of hype LeBron James had. It's and insane. He like, like real hype, too. I remember watching clips from that guy from high school, like two years ago, and being like, holy shit. Like, literally, like, jaw dropping, like, oh, God. People are gonna have to play against that guy for the next like two or three years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so nothing against the tournament. Anything else going on outside of uh, just everything else? I watch pretty much an entire show every week, so I pretty much always end up commenting on a show. <laughs> and uh, this week I watched Umbrella Academy on Netflix. I mean, and I actually, th- I actually thought the show was pretty good if they are done making the show, which they're not. Like, the ending of the first season is a perfect ending for the show. It gives you a philosophical, like, message that I think is good. It's a good ending, and now they're going to ruin it by making it into another season when they should have just stopped right there. They've told the tale. The message is given to the viewer. should be over right there. There's I do so, recommend it, though. It's pretty good. There's so many shows like that that I just wish would end after a season. Like, it's so weird to want that, because if it's good, you want it, but... That's kind of why I like True Detective so much, just because it's like, okay, it's just this whole one new thing. story, whole new yep. story, and it, and it works. Uh, I don't like doing a TV show every week, but uh, I'll I'll tack on to that. I've been watching, so the new season of Billions came out on Sunday. But if you haven't watched that show, watch the show. It's the best show on television, period. Until Game of Thrones come back, and then maybe we'll talk about that. Uh, other than that, uh, I don't have anything for the hoops. I don't have anything for college basketball. I did you nothing. play a Magic tournament at some point? I did. Oh, yeah. I played. I played. Um, uh, Star City Games Philadelphia was this weekend. I did really, really badly, so I won't go into too much detail on that. But uh, I'm going to have the next few weekends off. Not going to be traveling, so I'm going to be in, dialed in, probably active a lot on Twitter for the actual games and everything. I'm not going to have to watch VODs. I'm going to be able to watch stuff live for a change. I get a couple weeks off from the grind, so that's going to be good. I'll be able to reset, refresh. Maybe I'll stream this weekend too. I haven't gotten a chance to stream Let's that much. Yeah, we'll play some. Play. We'll play some league. I'll have to. I'll have to I'm carry your scrub. I'm ass. still going to get a vod for you. I'm still going to play a misfortune game. Give you a vod, and we got to make it. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll do that like Sunday afternoon, Friday night, or in, something. I'm in the last game of a series. I might do it tonight and then send you the vod. Sounds I played good. with an MF earlier. Oh well, we're still streaming. You're good. No, uh, you're good. No, dude, because John actually had uh, had a build for MF, and I think this guy was pretty close to his – not pretty close. I mean, it was pretty close, actually. 
I forgot what was one a uh, couple of things off, but this MF literally went in. Literally Dude, went in. You're gonna like, you're gonna you're gonna see like somebody in, in like LeBlanc. you're gonna see LeBlanc. somebody in like the in the like the Vietnamese league just like completely trash somebody and be like, see I was right, totally right, <laughs> confirmation bias, like all in. It's oh of man. We found, they're like we found this esports plug guy. <laughs> <laughs> His build is unbeatable. Fung Fu Buffalo is gonna call you up and be like, listen. We need to we need to reach a global audience. <laughs> That's gonna be that. You guys got anything else this week? That's all, man. All right, cool. Uh, uh, we'll see you guys all next week, and everybody, uh, good luck this week. Enjoy the tournament. Have a good one. The Gold Card Podcast opening theme is "Clouds" by Harvey and the Hendersons. The closing theme is "Wasp in a Hat" by the Tea Club. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and Podbean to never miss an episode.